Blog Talk Radio. You're listening to the Dynamic Dojo Show with Restita and Robert, your source for martial arts talk radio. Three, two, one, we're live. Welcome to Dynamic Dojo Talk Radio with Rosita and Robert. It is October 5th, 2014, and I'm Rosita, and I'm joined here at the helm with my brother in the martial arts, Sifu Robert Deal. Sifu Bob, how you doing today? Hey, it's uh, it's it, I'm doing pretty well down here. We got another heat wave going, probably for another week or two. So there's wow. a couple things I got I got, I got to talk about. I was okay. thinking about, it, and I don't even know why I thought about this this morning. About 12 years ago, around this time, my wife's cleaning up our room, and she found a receipt to a flower shop, right? Okay, right. And she gets (laughs) all up in my face. I mean, she's like, who you been buying flowers for? And and I'm thinking, well, this is one my mom was going in and out of the hospital, and I'm Uh thinking, I'm going, I don't know. I have no idea. It took me about 10 minutes before I realized that we have a uh, florist over in Toluca Lake, the next town over from me, mm-hmm. that turns their parking lot into a pumpkin patch at Halloween. And that's why I thought about it today. So I bought the kids a couple pumpkins about 12 years ago, and she freaked out. Oh, <laughs> oh man. And I I, th- I thought it was Halloween last night. I walked into my daughter, and she's got one of these these herbal masks on. I've never seen her in one before, and I flipped out a little bit. Oh. <laughs> and then now, you you know, of course, you know my whole family. Uh, I'm a little concerned about my son. You know, we mm-hmm. went out to lunch, and, you know, he's living with his, his girlfriend and her family. And uh, I took him out to lunch last weekend. And uh, mm-hmm. he 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 said, in fact, to that same restaurant we ate at at the Masters Islands, and uh-huh. it concerned me. And you know, there are certain things you just say worry you a little bit. Like my son said to me, he said, "Boy, that that was good. Uh, I, I haven't been this full in a long time." Mm-hmm. So I'm a little bit concerned about how he's re- eating and. His mother took him out to dinner the other night, and she he ate all his food plus half of hers. <laughs> and he's living with somebody that ha- they have like four kids plus four adults or five or six adults living under one roof, and they're on food uh-huh. stamps. Oh how much, man! How much food could he actually be getting? You know, so yeah, so I'm a little concerned, and I think when time's right, one of us is going to talk to him about it. But uh-huh. this was this is actually fun. Oh, and, and another thing is, I said, you know, the next day I was taking him to work. I said, you know, Brandon, I really enjoyed our lunch together, just you and I yesterday. I think we should do it. Every time I get paid, I think we should do it. You know what his response was? When do what? you get paid? Whoa. When do you get paid? That's what he said to me. When do you get paid again? <laughs> <laughs> and then, do, do you know who Bill Ingvall is? Who? No. Okay, he's a comedian. He's got this stick where he does, here's your sign. 
if he, he wishes that all stupid people had a sign. So you wouldn't uh-huh. rely on him, right? Okay. Like, for, exa- for example, his son is a very accomplished piano player and said, Dad, I'm going to play, play you a song from Harry Potter. And uh-huh. Phil said, oh, the movie? And he goes, nope, the book. <laughs> and my my daughter and I were in Barnes and Noble the other day. You know, my daughter's very smart. She has a lot of reading to do. She gets like five or six hours of homework every single night. Mm-hmm. So we're there by we're there to get a couple books. So she found one, couldn't find the other one. She, we went up to the help desk, and and mm-hmm. you'll, you'll figure out why I prefaced it with this is your this, here's your sign. Okay. We're two people back. In, in front of the help desk, we're in Barnes and Noble, and there are Barnes and Noble everywhere, nationwide yeah. chain. Everybody knows what they are. Right. So this lady walks up to the help desk and she says, "I'm looking for a book." Oh my! <laughs> wait, 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 wait! <laughs> I was wait, dying. Wait, wait, wait. I was dying. And 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 the front desk people said, "Really." <laughs> Well, you know, those people aren't too bright anyway. I, I look at my daughter and I said, you've got to be kidding me. <laughs> How I didn't just lose it right there, I don't know. <laughs> like, like, no kidding. Oh You're here for no a kidding. And, I know. And my, my, afterwards, my daughter says, yeah, what else are you going to be looking for there? What else are you going to be looking for in Barnes & Noble? I said, I want to go up to the, to the help desk and said, I'd like to buy a boat. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm going to go ahead and play the devil's advocate and just assume that they said, I'm looking for a book. And the storyline is something like, and I don't know what the name of the book is. And, you know, so that's my devil's advocate thing. But I would have went, what the hell yet, are you talking was- about? <laughs> it was so funny when she just said, I'm looking for a book. I stopped listening at that point. It was like she was my wife. I just stopped listening, tuned her out. All I heard was, <laughs> I'm looking for a book. Oh, you know, you have that on, you have that permanently on the air now and recording that it's just like my yes. wife. I completely tuned out. You know, you have that completely recorded for posterity, right? <laughs> <laughs> thank God she's not here. <laughs> oh, that's funny. I was going to ask, well, where, where, where is she? She's not there, right? <laughs> right, no. You think I would have said that if she was here? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. I'm looking for a book. <laughs> Ta-da, you're in Barnes & Noble. <laughs> oh, gosh, okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. <sighs> Oh, that was funny. All right. So, listeners, um, I know we're laughing right now, but later on we are going to be talking about something um, that does need serious attention, and that's bullying, uh, specifically cyberbullying, and um, how it differs from regular bullying and how, for some people, whether they're kids or adults, how it can be sometimes worse than actual physical bullying um, in the schoolyard or um, in the workplace. So tune in um, at about like 6.30 or so. We're going to start our discussion about bullying and cyberbullying in general and uh, some tips on how to cope or um, and or how to prevent it. Now, we want you guys to call in. Give us a call, 347-677-0699. If you've been a victim of cyberbullying or physical bullying, 
or even if you were a bully at one point. Give us a call and, and, and give us your take on it and let us know how it how it goes. I kind of want to hear from both sides of the spectrum um, in a way. Um, I think that would be great. I was bullied as a kid. Um, so, you know, this is a subject that's uh, that's dear to me. And uh, anyway, we'll go from there, 347-677-0699. Um, or if you go to our show marquee, if you click the link on our uh, Facebook link, just hit Skype. If you've got Skype, don't worry about toll charges and just hit Skype and you can talk to us free. Hit the little blue S button at the top of the show marquee. All right. So with that said, let's move on for the with the first part of our show. What do we have for birthdays there, Sifu Bob? I think we both have well, birthdays. Well, of course. We 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 both do. Uh Why don't you start and I'll just do the rest because we never discussed who was doing what. Yeah, that's true. Okay. Um, we'd like to wish a very happy belated birthday to Sensei Wayne Riley. His birthday was yesterday, Saturday, October 4th. Um, and we'd like to wish a very happy birthday to Violet Rose Reiki on Facebook, one of our hosts here on the Seika Network, um, Rose Jimenez. Her birthday's on October 7th. I'd like to send a shout-out out there to a couple of October 9th birthdays. Um, my cousin, Abby Umagat, and a great martial artist here in the Northwest, Debbie Leung. And I think that's it just for mine. Um, oh, wait, 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 I'm sorry. Um, October 11th, I'd like to send a shout-out, happy birthday to Shifu Olivier. Um, and uh, happy birthday to him on the 11th. And let's go to your birthdays there, Bob. Very cool. A good friend of ours, a good friend of the show, and an ambassador of the Masters Hall of Fame, mm-hmm. Dana Abbott. His birthday is on today, as a matter of fact. Yeah, today. Uh, Woo-hoo. Wes Bennett, uh, very, he's a DJ out of the, out of the, the uh, Illinois area, and uh, very good martial artists. We trained under the same uh, group of people, but we, I don't think we ever met in the uh, 90s. His birthday is on the 9th. like to wish my brother Bill a very happy birthday. His birthday is also on the 9th. Uh, Malia Banal, one of the original queens of Kung Fu. That's Her right. birthday is on the 10th. Uh, a local girl that does a lot of healing. She does meditation, yoga, uh, Victoria Vibes, her birthday is also today. And a good friend of mine when I was working for the uh, L.A. City Schools, Victoria Bowers, her birthday is on the 7th. And happy birthday to everyone. Very cool. Yes, happy birthday to everyone having a birthday the week of October 5th through the 11th. This tune's for you. <laughs>
All right. Happy birthday, everyone. The week of October 5th through the 11th. Have a great birthday week, and don't party too hard now. <laughs> oh, I, I, I failed to mention something else, Rusty, that okay. happened to me this week. Well, Wednesday, everything started breaking. First, my my, my uh, clip on my headset broke. They go to wraps mm-hmm. around your ear. Then mm-hmm. my phone fried. And then the next day, it wasn't bad enough. I'd go out and get a phone, a new case, new headset. The next day, I go to get gas to go to work. I've blown mm-hmm. out tires. Oh, shit. So I'm, email- I know. so I'm emailing everybody. You are the only one, though, that came back and said, is this really you? Yeah. Everybody else <laughs> shot me their number. You're the only one who doubted it. <laughs> you know, it's it's just it's just a weird thing because the same the same uh, few days where everything was breaking on you, I was getting like all sorts of weird Facebook and um, Twitter and uh, Foursquare Swarm type of things where people are like people were just sounding like really spammy, kind of fishy, you know, p more like p h i s h y, not like f i s h, you know. You know, that kind of fishy, and I was like, oh, man, you know, and I got another few uh, emails from um, probably the same scammer dude that tried to, like, you know, scam scam my studio into, like, hey, I've got, like, five kids that want to do martial arts, and I've got a private driver that's going to be driving from someplace on the other side of the mountains over here that takes four hours to get here. You know what I mean? I was like, I got like another couple of those, and I'm thinking, gosh, you know, why can't I just open email and not deal with somebody that sounds like fishy or, you know? uh, So that's why I asked, is this really you? (laughs) Who's your wife? Well, I even asked people I didn't have their phone number. <laughs> like Lisa King. I think she was the only one. But I, I'm thinking, hell, I'm going to Vegas in January. Yeah. <laughs> I might as well get her number. But that's the same weekend as Associated Masters. So she'll probably be down here. Right, right. You know, I'm not. Uh, I don't, it depends on whether or not I can get out there. But... That's, yeah, that's that sucks, but yeah, <laughs> that sucks about your phone. But all right, let's uh, let me get over here to the Dynamic Dojo Facebook page because we have a few shout outs and announcements. Do you have any shout outs and announcements first, Bob? No, go ahead. Okay, well, um, I just want to send a shout out out there to a frequent poster on the Dynamic Dojo Facebook page, Elastic Steel. Elastic Steel says. Um, does it take you too long to become flexible when stretching? Flexibility might not be your problem, but pliability. And Elastic Steel has a great article on the Dynamic Dojo Facebook page about pliability and how it applies to stretching. So go check it out on the Dynamic Dojo Talk Radio Facebook page. You might have to scroll down a little because there have been um, other people posting since then, but uh, do check it out. He's got a lot of great articles on fitness and stretching and uh, proper bonding mechanics and all that other cool stuff. So check it out. All right. Um, I also want to send a shout out out there to Guru Michael Schwartz. Um, He's got a blog out there called Defensive Combat Initiatives and is dedicated to the propagation of Serrada Escrima through the the efforts of Supreme Grandmaster Anthony Davis, Grandmaster Michael Schwartz, and efforts made by the members of the World Serrata Escrima Federation 
and news regarding the WSEF, news and efforts of others throughout the Filipino martial arts community. And to check out his blog, which has really good posts on it, just go to defensivecombat.blogspot.com. Defensivecombat.blogspot.com. So go check it out. All right. Um, And there's also a seminar that's going to be happening um, here pretty soon. Let me double-check the date. It's uh, Wednesday, October 8th, taught by none other than world champion Mike Stone. And this particular seminar is called Way of the Champion. And it's going to be in Tigard, Oregon, Wednesday, October 8th, between 7 and 9 p.m. It's uh, two hours. And the address at the venue is 12215 Southwest Main Street in Tigard, Oregon. And that's Tigard, T-I-G-A-R-D, Oregon. Um, And uh, Mike Stone is going to be covering how to gain winning world-class skills faster than you ever believed possible. And this particular seminar is only 30 bucks, 30 bucks. So go check that out in Tigard, Oregon. So if you're in the Oregon area, Portland, Beaverton, whatever, you know, go go check out Mike Stone. And last but not least on my end for announcements is, yeah, you should be talking about this, actually. In fact, after I say this, you can tell our listeners a little bit about the, the Book Fest series over at the Martial Arts History Museum. But Book Fest 3, Book Fest number 3 is happening at the Martial Arts History Museum on Saturday, October 18th, beginning at 1 p.m., And the address to the museum is 2319 West Magnolia Boulevard in sunny Burbank, California, 91506. And that's literally a slingshot stone away from you, Bob. You can literally shoot a window out from your house. um, (laughs) (laughs) Literally, it's that close. I I can run there in in no time. It's um, very close. And um, now with the huge success of BookFest 1 and BookFest 2, there's BookFest 3. And this is a great time for all the authors of new and even older books to get together, do a massive book signing, and to just hang out together and allow visitors to come in and talk with these authors. Now, BookFest is, Michael Matsuda kind of describes BookFest kind of like a mini dragon fest. And um, they'll have well-known figures in the martial arts community, such as Douglas Wong, Leo Fong, Ellen Woodman, Art Camacho, John Krang, Kerry Ogawa Wong, Benny Urquidez, Steve Sexton, Pete Cunningham, Cecil Peoples, and the list just goes on and on. So if you guys get a chance out there, if you're ever in the Burbank area, you know, go check out the Martial Arts History Museum in general, but definitely check out BookFest 3, Saturday, October 18th. Now, um, if you've got a cover of an old magazine like Inside Kung Fu or Black Belt or Inside Karate or anything like that that has one of these great martial arts greats on the cover, bring it in. You can have them sign it. It's only 10 bucks to get in to the event, enjoy the museum, and meet some of these great people, legends in the martial arts for sure, and get your books signed. So pretty cool. How cool is that, right? So Saturday, October 18th, starting at 1 p.m., the Martial Arts History Museum in Burbank, California, Book Fest number three. Right on. Yeah, I, I find out that these places are really, really cool to get guests for the show, too, because out of the people that you name, you name ten people that, that possibly are going to be there, seven of mm-hmm. those have been on our show. That's right. 
that's right. It's uh, it's 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 great. And the Martial Arts History Museum, you know, listeners, if you've never been there, it's small, but you are pretty much guaranteed that everything in there is genuine. There are no uh, reproductions, no fake artifacts in there. Everything comes from either a private collection or has been donated by the owners or family members of um, the martial arts people that are represented in there. And it's got like, you know, pretty much, uh, it represents pretty much all of the Asian martial arts. Now, um, it's pretty much only the Asian arts right now, right? Um, Wasn't Mike talking about maybe adding in um, like other countries in the future? Or am I thinking of somebody (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> no, I, you know, I, he was talking about it. You know, the place is so small. Uh, yeah. He doesn't have any any Brazilian jiu-jitsu. Or, he has a picture of a sumo, a sumo wrestler, but that's Japan. Uh, really, it, yeah, he doesn't have any. I don't think he has any African martial arts displayed. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but, you so know, it's a great. Are. Yeah, it's a, but it's a great museum. I mean, if you're ever in the Burbank area and you're just sightseeing, do check out the Martial Arts History Museum. It's only 10 bucks to get in. Um or it's uh how much is it for a for like a year pass or a lifetime pass, was it? Was it like uh, it's 50 bucks a year. 50 bucks a year, folks. You know, come on. And that, you know, and that gets you into all their specials. That gets you into book fest. That gets you into uh the special days they have honoring people like they're honoring somebody uh one of the old last living people that founded uh, Lima Lama is being honored yeah. this weekend. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's absolutely it's an absolutely awesome venue. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if you do get a chance to go in there, folks, and here's my plug for Michael Masuda and the Martial Arts History Museum, make a donation. Feel free to make a donation um, because the Martial Arts History Museum is, is dependent on its benefactors. Um, and when I say benefactors, I mean anyone that comes in. When you come in and you pay that ten bucks, you kind of become a benefactor. You become a you kind of in your own little way become a sponsor of the Martial Arts History Museum. So, you know, make a donation and let's let's keep the Martial Arts History Museum going strong and continuing to provide great exhibits representing the martial arts community. All right, mm-hmm. so there's our yeah. plug for the Martial Arts History Museum. <laughs> okay, so. Um, Gosh, that's all. That's it for me for announcements. Uh, and you have n- no announcements, right? None. Oh, okay. Well, let's move on to health news. And stay tuned, folks, because we'll be talking about the subject of bullying, specifically cyberbullying, right after our first segment is done, a little bit after 6.30. All right. So, you know, lately there's been this big, big concern about Ebola, um, all over the world, right? I mean, you know, you can't really turn on the news on TV without hearing about it, and the, and the, um, I guess the, uh, the fear, in a sense, about it. Will it come into our country? And if it does, what are we going to do? You know, how's our, you know, local and and governmental health departments? How, how are we going to deal with it? Well, in case you're wondering, um, here's some things. Here's some facts about Ebola. Um, and, you know, it is scary. I mean, the worst outbreak of Ebola is currently happening in West Africa. And um, so far, it's this particular recent outbreak has infected more than 1,000 people, has killed more than 600 people, and unfortunately has yet to show any signs of slowing down. Um, and word is is that the outbreak is getting so bad that countries like Sierra Leone 
are now quarantining affected communities. And they've said that they'll send in the police or military to enforce those quarantines if necessary. I mean, when you have to bring in the government to to quarantine, you know, that's pretty bad. And it is scary. And, you know, um, in a way, it's it's something that we all have to think about, you know. Remember, like like however many years ago it was when AIDS first started breaking out. Remember that? Um, oh yeah. You know that fear here in the United States. It's you know I feel that's kind of where it's kind of going with this Ebola thing. But here's why. Here's some facts about Ebola. I mean, why is it so deadly? Now, one of the main things that makes Ebola viruses really deadly is that they is that they seem to evade a lot of the human immune system. Uh, among the other problems, white blood cells from the immune system are often seen to die off. The body can't fully fight back. The virus just keeps taking over. And scientists are still trying to figure out why this happens, how it happens. And they've got several promising leads. Uh, one of those leads is is um, that the virus is making proteins that act as decoys. Or actually, this isn't a, this is a lead into finding a, a cure. Um, they found that the virus seemingly makes proteins that act as decoys, interfering with the body's ability to fight back. So scientists are trying to figure out a way to deal with um, these decoys, quote-unquote. Now, unlike other viruses, Ebola doesn't change as fast. Um um, the Ebola virus that's causing this current outbreak is a known quantity, and there's no expectation that it will change significantly. When Ebola was discovered in, oh, when was it? Um, let me look here. Uh, 1976. It's pretty much stayed the same, so it hasn't mutated, you know, like the flu virus or other cold viruses or anything like that. Um, you know, and, you know, with these... Um, flu viruses and other SARS-related viruses, you know, the the health experts are always watching to see what happens to these viruses and what new strain has popped up. And, you know, especially with the flu, right? You know, you've got scientists that will identify a new strain and will boop, come out with a cure for it so that way people can get their shots, right? But that isn't really the case here with Ebola. Um, the This particular strain that's going around right now is acting the same way it always has. So it's it 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 kind of sucks because that means that the severity of this outbreak is not because the virus itself has gotten worse, but because the situ uh, but in that the situation that the virus is in is so bad. So with that said, it does have to do a lot with um with region you know, if you catch it in like Sierra Leone or West Africa or whatever, then it is going to keep getting um, worse and keep proliferating because of the the status of their health care over there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, so you know, to to put people um, to put people's fears a little bit to rest because our own health care system um, is prepared for something like this. It's, you know, even though we've got that guy in Texas or whatever, it's going to be, you know, unlikely that it's going to turn into an outbreak like it is in West Africa. But we'll talk about that in a little bit. I just I want to make this kind of quick so we can get to the weird news. 
<laughs> now, some people are wondering, how hard is it to catch Ebola? You know, if someone touches me, am I going to catch it? You know, kind of like 20-something years ago when people thought this, that if someone with AIDS would touch you, you'd catch AIDS. No. Like AIDS, it's kind of like bodily fluid, right? Um, but it's 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 relatively hard, and, and it's relatively hard to catch compared to, like, let's say, measles or the flu, or SARS, because the virus doesn't really like to hang out in open air. And it's extremely unlikely that anyone would catch Ebola just from being on the same plane or on the same public space with someone who's been affected with it. And that's because Ebola doesn't travel through the air like the flu and other respiratory illnesses. So in order to catch Ebola, folks, you have to touch the bodily fluids of someone infected with it. So if you touch their sweat, if you touch their vomit, um, come near their diarrhea, blood, urine, semen, anything like that, dead or alive, probably going to catch it. And this is because the Ebola virus can stay alive on a surface or on that it's on or on a surface that it lays on for at least several days. So you can even get it from touching bedding or inanimate objects from an infected person. So, you know, you, you, for, you know for, for this particular disease, you really got to be careful. Now, health experts are saying that because of the limited transmission of uh, ability of Ebola, um, this is one of the main reasons why outbreaks can be often stopped within weeks or months, especially in countries where health care and access to health care and access to health care and access to medications to treat the symptoms are. So, you know, here in the United States, it's said that we are relatively safe. Um, now, um, there are a few points, a um, few more points, but I don't want to, like, take up too much time. But I do want to let you know that people with Ebola generally aren't infectious until they're sick, um, and people can survive this. This, this disease is not necessarily lethal in all cases. Um, and the only reason why the outbreak is so bad in certain places is, be is because it's happening in places with poor health infrastructure. So I'm going to place this article that I'm getting this information from on the Dynamic Dojo Facebook page so everyone can read more about it. Um, this is a concern. Um, so, you know, please, folks, you know, just be careful out there, you know. Um, but on the other hand, you know, what I'm afraid of, Bob, is that people are going to start getting, like, you know, panicky and paranoid when people around them start coughing or catching a cold or something like that. You see what I'm saying? So, oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. You know, because, you know, I heard on the radio today that the that I, I don't remember if I got the story right, but apparently the person that the person that was thought to have Ebola here in the United States has a cold and people around this person are like freaking out. So I don't know if I got the story right or if I heard it wrong or whatever, but you know, if anyone knows the story behind it, post it on the Dynamic Dojo Facebook page so that way we're informed. So anyway, that's it for the health news. Be careful out there, everyone. So let's move on to weird news. All right. Well, this weird news is called Dad's Grave with Respect. It's out of Lancaster, huh. New Hampshire. A lawyer of a woman accused of ransacking... Oh, I'm, uh, yeah, this is New Hampshire. 
Uh, she ran, was accused of ransacking the New Hampshire grave of her father in search of his real will. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Wanted, That's crazy. She wanted, she wanted the judge to suppress her written statement to police that she dug it up with respect and he would be okay with it. Prosecutors allege Melanie Nash, 52, conspired with others to remove her father's remains from the Colebrook Village Cemetery in May. The vault of businessman Eddie Nash, who died in 2004, was found Hmm. cracked with the casket open and his remains searched through. Oh, my gosh. Wow. How weird is that? I I guess she didn't get out of uh, her father's will what she'd hoped and and thought that it was a false false will. Yeah, but it's, you know, I mean, wow. (laughs) I didn't get this part of the property, so somebody is ripping me off. So I'm going to see if Dad has a real will on his person. I'm going to go and dig up his grave. This is pretty much what Dad, went through her head. Dad, Dad, that's exactly what went through her head. What the hell? Yeah. <laughs> wow. Wow. So, in entertainment news, okay. this has now been confirmed. The Rock is to play the David Hasselhoff part in a new Baywatch movie. No way. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. Can you imagine? <laughs> I mean, he's got a much, he's got a much better build than Hop, Hop ever did. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> the guy shredded, right? Yeah. And they're actually talking about uh, uh, having uh, uh, Pamela Lee Anderson come on the movie. Oh wow! Okay. Well, because well, and you've seen it. You know, I talked to my buddy Bo Svensson about this, which. Was in, in the original, well, one, he was the second Buford T. Puster in, in the original Walking Tall movies and TV series. Mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. And right. he was the, the MC at this year's Masters Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. Well, they brought up back all these movies like uh, Starsky and Hutch. At the last scene, they had uh, uh, Paul Michael Glazer and, and David Soule. Uh, they came out with uh, uh, the A team that had it had cameos by uh, uh, Dirk Benedict and, and and everybody except Mr. T and Jordan for part. Uh, mm-hmm. So what what Bo had said is you know they they redid that movie with with uh, uh, Dwayne Johnson Walking Tall. They said they should right. have me come back and do a small little cameo. That's what they may be doing with. This movie is they'll bring Pamela Lee back and maybe even David Hasselhoff. Both of them still still look the same as they did when they did the TV show. Wow. Well, they'll probably bring those guys back as, as, as little cameo parts. I mean, Pamela, Pamela Lee still looks as good as she ever did. Yeah, yeah. With, and that's, with, well, how many her, years with, ago with, was this? <laughs> oh my God, that has to be ten, fifteen. You know, she still got her own built-in, her own built-in uh, flotation devices. <laughs> wait a minute! Wait a minute! Wait a minute! <laughs> wait. Well, you know, I, I was 
was having a beer with my buddy Scott and Kirby today, and uh-huh. this waitress, and she's really attractive for her age, wearing a crop top, push-up bra, you know, comes out, and she starts adjusting her boobs, right? Uh-huh. Okay, okay. And we're like, don't, don't adjust those in front of us. And I said, I said I'm not looking. I, just, I see enough boobs at work. <laughs> oh, different Hold kind on. of boobs, though. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you know what? I don't understand. Okay. Okay. So the, the I'm sure the listeners are like, how the hell did we get on this subject? But what I don't understand <laughs> is that these days, I promise we'll get to our real subject here, folks, of bullying, cyberbullying. Call us, 347-677-0699. What I don't understand is that why okay maybe i'll ask the women ladies why is it that some of you guys feel like you gotta put you know stuff up in there you know i mean (laughs) i don't understand because there's the risk of them shifting then there's the risk when you get older of the only thing showing is those implants and nothing else you'll just have implants hanging all over the place i don't i don't understand and oh god and don't get me started on the public's you know uh perception of beauty don't even get me started on that about you know how bigger boobs or make a woman hot well, doesn't matter what's in their head don't get me started <laughs> well you know i i'm i'm in the land of that i mean down here it's all models and actors actresses and that is put in their head now, it's funny, actually, today, and I should have talked to him, but I saw the guy, he was pumping gas right next to me. It was Wayne Knight that, that played Newman on Seinfeld. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, he pulled up next to me. Uh, but uh, here goes another story. You know, I told my wife about it, and I said, you know, he didn't look like he was in a great mood, so I didn't approach him. And he goes, you know, when people get old, they get grumpier. She took a <laughs> shot right at me. I said, when I get old, I'll tell you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, here's one for here's one for Jen. So, <laughs> oh man, that's that's funny. All right, well, why don't why don't we do this real quick? Let's uh, take a really short break, and when we come back, listeners, we're going to start our discussion about bullying. Um, specifically cyberbullying, because it is rampant and it's, you know, the mainstream now because of the Internet. And since the rise of the Internet, it's become a popular tool for people that just want to make fun of people and just be outright mean. So stay tuned, folks. Uh, give us a call, 347-677-0699. We even have a chat board on the Blog Talk Radio Show Marquee. So if you're listening and you don't want to Skype in or call in, Please uh, please uh, get on the chat board and uh, let us know if your questions or concerns. All right, so we'll be right back after this. Don't go away. Hey, MMA fighter Jason Mayhem Miller here. School bullying and cyberbullying statistics are increasingly viewed as important contributor to youth violence, including homicide and suicide. Let's kick bullying together. Go to we'rekickingit.com. This is Annie Lennox of Eurythmics. Rad. Please don't drink and drive. And don't drive if someone else has been drinking. Thank you. Would I lie to you? Would I lie to you? 
Public Service Announcement brought to you by the U.S. Department of Transportation, RAD, the National Association of Broadcasters, and the Ad Council. This is Guru Rocky Twitchell of Citrus Heights, California, and you are listening to the Dynamic Dojo Talk Radio Show. Vikings. We come from different places. Uptown. Downtown. We come to different conclusions. Half empty. Half full. But when we live united, we make a real difference in the building blocks of life. Children succeed in school. Families gain financial stability. The health of our neighbors improves, and suddenly so do our communities. Real change won't happen without you. Live United. So give, advocate, volunteer. Live United. Sign up today at liveunited.org. Brought to you by United Way and the Ad Council. You're listening to the Dynamic Dojo Show with Restita and Robert, your source for martial arts talk radio. All right, and we are back. Thanks for tuning back in, everyone. Or if you're just now tuning in, this is Dynamic Dojo Talk Radio with Restita and Robert. And uh, I'm Restita, as you couldn't tell. And my <laughs> good buddy, I know, duh. And my good buddy Bob and brother in the martial arts, Sifu Robert Deal, is on the helm with me. And we are going to be talking about bullying, specifically cyberbullying, and how it affects kids and adults alike. Uh, we're going to discuss a few tips on how to prevent cyberbullying, what to do if you have been bullied. Um, but you know what? We want to hear from you. We want to hear from the listeners. Give us a call, 347-677-0699. We even have a chat board under the Blog Talk Radio show marquee. So if you got here via Facebook and you're looking at our marquee right now, feel free to scroll down to the marquee on Blog Talk Radio, not on Facebook, um, and you'll find a chat board. However... We, I also have my latest uh, announcement of our show on my blog talk radio. Uh, sorry, on my Facebook page. Sorry. So if you're listening through that by just clicking the picture, um, if you'd like, you can um, write your questions or concerns or stories there in that particular post thread. So, but we want to hear from people that had been victims of bullying, uh, of bullying, are still currently being victims of bullying or have been a bully. We want to hear from both sides because, you know, <clears throat> I'll just start with, with with my thing here. And if you've got any stories, Bob, I'd like to hear about it. Uh, when I was a kid around like, oh, I don't know, like third grade, fourth grade or whatever, I was bullied a lot. And I was actually bullied a lot by people that I considered friends, right? And, you know, when you're in that age group, you know, third grade, fourth grade, you know, third through sixth grade or whatever, you know, you're, you actually care about what people think of you. Um, at least I did, but that's an age where it happens a lot, right? Where, you know, you want to hang out with friends, you want friends, you know, you don't want to be the outcast and all that other stuff, right? Um, and uh, I was picked on a lot. I mean, to the point where um, I, I I would be threatened with these friends not being my friend if I didn't do this or that for them. And, you know, I was made to do stupid tasks when uh, when I was a kid, like, here, kiss that pole. What? If you don't kiss that pole, I'm not going to be friends with you. You know, it's kind of like, you know, what? You know, but I did it anyway because I didn't know what else to do. You know what I mean? Um 
so I did it. And then um, if I was spending time with another friend, you know, other friends would get all pissed off, and then they'd start the bullying behavior and start, like, kicking me or kicking the other friend and calling us names and calling us stupid, you know, that or calling us weak and, you know, and any time I would try to stand up to them, they would just shoot me down or push me down. And, you know, and of course, you know, all of my other friends and grownups would say, well, then don't be friends with those people. But in school, when you see them every day, it's easier said than done. Right. So for, you know, a few years I was, you know, I was bullied a lot, uh, bullied a lot by much older kids pushed around, beat up, shoved into, you know, the proverbial shoved into lockers and, and stuff like that. And and it was tough. Um, but I, you know, would like to say that martial arts gave me the, the, I guess, the confidence and the ability to stand up and know that it's not my fault that I'm being bullied. Because, you know, sometimes people think it is their fault that they're being bullied. They start to think maybe I am weak. Maybe I am stupid. Maybe I am just a geek. I'll I'll change myself. I won't wear these glasses so people call me four eyes. Or I'll try to get my parents to buy me more expensive clothes so people don't call me, you know, a welfare kid or anything like that. You know, and it's 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 just so sad, you know. But, you know, martial arts, I will say for me, gave me the confidence, but with many other kids, that's not the case. For many other kids, martial arts isn't available to them, or they or their parents, get this, will not allow their kids to learn martial arts because they think it teaches violence. So we're going to talk about that later also because, you know, that's a, that's a sore spot for me about parents thinking that it's all about violence. Now, Bob, if, when you were a kid, were you bullied? Oh, I was bullied a lot. Absolutely. Oh, of course. It was, it was, there was no such thing as cyberbullying. There was no such thing as cyber back then. <laughs> <You> know, <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, back then it was all, all physical and, and a lot of people would like gang up on you. It was never, uh, very seldom one-on-one, uh-huh. you know, to they'd, they'd get their friends involved. And Brandon was involved in a little bit of bullying, not as a bully, but as somebody being bullied. And this, this kid would like, see him and like push him and 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 finally I had to step in and handle it mm-hmm. I, I I almost kicked the crap out of this kid's father oh man because, yeah and because we're waiting in line to, to register him one year and he's like dad don't dad don't. <laughs> yeah I was gonna I, I was gonna shove my fist down that guy's throat and you then I just went to the vice principal I absolutely because mm-hmm. you know where that came from the yeah. kids just all of a sudden didn't say, I'm going to bully somebody. No. He sees, somehow he sees it at home or something yeah. like that. Or it's the opposite, which makes him want to act tough, but it's the same friend was always with him. Mm-hmm. Uh, right. Same thing when I was in school, though. I, I got picked on, but they were never never by themselves because they wouldn't do that. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, this this actually goes into the realm of cyberbullying. Um mainly because of anonymity. And we're going to get into that in here in a little bit. But for our listeners out there, if you've got kids, um, me and Bob are going to try our best to keep our language clean because we want your kids to listen into this and that uh, we want those kids to know that it's not your fault that you're being bullied 
And it's not okay to be bullied. It's not okay for people to abuse you verbally or physically. So get your kids around the computer, turn up the turn up the speakers, get some popcorn, whatever. And if you have any questions, if your kids have any questions, give us a call. Um, and if they don't want to call, get on our chat board. You know, this is why we're doing this show. It's for mainly the kids, but also for adults. Now, what is bullying, though? You know, a lot of people will say, oh, bullying is just, you know, people being mean to each other and they're just, you know, blah, blah, blah. Well, you know, let's 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 put a definition to it. You know, it's it's not always easy to determine bullying behavior, quote unquote. You know, I mean, you know, how do you know if you're the victim of of, you know, just good natured joking around and bullied? Because, you know, you know, I can be with my friends like I can be with you, Bob, and I can just kind of like tease you with you know with something and you can tease me and we know each other's joking and we don't take it personally you know but sometimes you know especially when you're a kid you know or if you're not you know if you don't have the social skills to recognize the cues for such things how would you know if it's you know bullying real bullying or if it's kidding well in a nutshell hostility and aggression directed towards a victim who is physically or emotionally weaker than the bully. Now, this is the bully's mode of thinking, okay? These are the most obvious signs of bullying. And no matter what, this behavior can cause pain and distress for whoever is is receiving this abuse. Now, bullying comes in many forms. I mean, there's physical uh, uh, bullying, and that's the most obvious. That's um, That's the intimidation of the uh, of victims that consists of kicking, uh, punching, um, what else? Kicking, punching, pushing, biting, pinching, uh, making threats. A bully, for example, might threaten to punch you if you don't give up your money, your lunch, etc. Okay, and I was a victim of that kind of bullying primarily. Okay, then there's verbal bullying. They might not nest. The bully might not necessarily hit you. Or threaten to punch you, but it does often accompany the physical bullying. And this verbal type of bullying consists of name calling, spreading rumors, and persistent teasing. Okay, or even making fun of, you know, making fun of your ethnicity, you know, that kind of thing. Okay. Now, the ones um, this type, this next type of bullying can be for some people the most hurtful, and that's emotional intimidation. Um, and uh, emotional intimidation, um, in in emotional intimidation, a bully may deliberately exclude you from a group activity such as a party or a game, or they might pick you last on a team on purpose knowing that the other team members will say something like, why are you picking Billy? He's so weak. He can't hit a ball. He can't even run, you know. And a lot of times with this emotional type of bullying, it's planned amongst the people that the bully is associated with. And uh, and uh, that sucks. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Now, we're going to get into other types of bullying that um, that tend to be – that te- how do we say i almost said that tend to be a little more hateful that tend to be a little more spiteful but i you know i maybe that might not be the case but 
there is also racist bullying, okay? Making racial slurs, painting graffiti on walls with racial slurs or racial epithets, mocking the victim's cultural custom, making offensive gestures, you know? I mean, I, you know, the I remember the night after... 9-11, the night after, I got into my car and was starting to drive uh, starting to drive home, and I realized, oh, you know what, you know, I want to get something to eat, so I stopped off at a 7-Eleven, stopped off at the 7-Eleven, came back out, and there was this, um, there was a Sikh walking by, and there was a couple of teenagers that I kid you not, and pardon my French, because this is just a quote. So if there are kids listening, please pardon me. These two, two, these two teenagers said, "Fucking ra- a fucking raghead terrorist," and they went to go. They went up to him and went to go make fun of him. So what I did is I got in my car and I backed up and I like kind of like got to the corner because I was like at an intersection, but I was still in the parking lot of Seven Eleven. So I basically got on the sidewalk. And I got between the Sikh and the kids. And I said, hey, listen, you punk kids. This is a Sikh. Okay? And this person has nothing to do with 9-11. So get your ignorant ass off of the sidewalk. And they backed up. And, you know, of course, I got called a name and stuff like that. But, you know, I mean, if, you know, I mean, God, what would have happened? You know, would they have beat up this guy? You know what I mean? Just because. I mean, there's patriotism. I get that. Then there's stupidity. And these teenagers were being stupid. And, you know, that's a form of racist bullying. Um, Now, the next one, sexual bullying. Okay? Unwanted physical contact or abusive comments. Okay? And this happens everywhere. But, you know, you mostly hear about it in the workplace. You know, like the guys going up to the secretary and going, hey, hey, you know, blah, blah, blah. And just, ma- you know, making sexual innuendos or maybe sitting on their sitting on her desk and like pushing their crotch in her, in her face or something like that. And it's like, oh, gosh, give me a break. Right. Um, or even being just flat out blunt with it and saying, hey, you know, I'd like to F you. You know what I mean? And right. and, and I mean, it sounds funny, but it's kind of like. You know, when you get that, and it goes both ways, folks. It's not always male on female. It goes both ways. And it's equally stupid, and it's equally bullying. You know, the first time I've had it, I had it happen to me, I was like, I wanted to punch the guy right in the nuts. You know, you want to do what now? (laughs) If it ain't working, you can't do nothing. You know, that's exactly what I wanted to do. I had it all mapped out. I'm just going to, you know, that's where I was at. Just wanted to, like squish it until there was no tomorrow and and it pissed me off but a lot of women don't know what to do in a situation like that especially in the workplace right i mean if you're in the workplace and that's your job and that's the only job you know you can have for a bit you have to stay at work you know um and and unfortunately especially if, if if the guy is her boss exactly you know i mean it's known that that yeah, then what? Because it's known and I think it's I think it's unnecessary. I think it's stupid and uh, and I think that egotist uh bosses should not use their uh authority as um as that, 
you know, carrot dangling over the person's head to keep their job. You know, hey, if you sleep with me, I'll promote you. Or if you sleep with me, you get to keep your job. If you don't, you're fired. I mean, what the heck is that? You know what I mean? It's like, oh, my gosh. So that that counts as, you know, sexual bullying. Now, the one that uh, the form of bullying that this particular show was uh, was specifically about, but we're going to address all the forms of bullying is cyberbullying. And that's when you use an electronic means, whether it's mobile phones, computers, tablets, uh, emails, uh, websites, chat rooms, instant messaging, texts, whatever, anything electronic. If you use anything electronic to torment, threaten, harass, humiliate, embarrass, or target another person using any of the previously named variations of bullying, that's cyberbullying because you're using cyberspace as your bullying ground. And um, and since the Internet became a public venue, right, it's been growing by leaps and bounds. And my take on it is that many people are braver behind their keyboards. There's the sense of anonymity because you have distance now. You know, someone in Detroit can get on YouTube and call me, you know, a weak-ass whatever, right, and belittle my videos or call me stupid or say that, you know, that they're better at this or that and I'm just some dumb bitch or something like that. And they feel fine with it, right, because of the anonymity. You know, I don't know who they are in Detroit, you know, especially if they're sitting behind a a false name. You know what I mean? I don't know who they are. And they know that, and it gives them power. Um, and they know that, you know, unless someone on YouTube flags their flags their post, that it's there for everyone to see. They can be tough. They can be the toughest person in the world for that moment, and they sit there and they feel good about themselves doing it. Um, and and that's the that's the sucky part about cyberbullying is that the bullies feel, I think, more emboldened and more empowered now. Because I know if someone wanted to call me a weak-ass bitch, quote-unquote, to my face, <laughs> I don't know if it would happen, <laughs> you know. Um, and if it did, they would have to deal with me directly, face-to-face, not, you know, not through YouTube and not through, you know, a false name. They're, they, they'd have to deal with the person. Um, and, you know, and, you know, and most times, not all, a bully will back down if they deal you know, with a person that that will stand up, not necessarily fight back, but you know, will stand up. Um, so cyberbullying has just taken on just a it's, it's just ta- it, it, it's growing so much, and it's it unfortunately it targets kids. It targets kids. I mean, you know, most of the kids that are being targeted now, you know, they don't know what it's like, like for you and me to have been, you know, shoved in a locker, you know, um, sometimes their first experience to being bullied is through the internet, unfortunately. And, um, and it, and it sucks because the internet is where it's at. It's, you know, where kids do their homework. It's where, you know, people, adults do their work also. And then you got the cyber bullies out there and, 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 and it just, uh, it just sucks. Now, um, 
I'm going to turn the mic over to you, Bob. Um, have you uh-huh. ever been a victim of cyberbullying or name-calling or anything like oh, that yeah. on YouTube, oh, Facebook? Uh, well, back in the day, it was AOL. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it's amazing how these people would get boulders between their legs behind a keyboard, but right. you see them face-to-face, and, and they act like you're their long-lost brother. Right. Right. You know, they're acting all friendly to you because I was known to carry a blade back then by everybody mm-hmm. who knew me. And everybody knew mm-hmm. I was a martial artist, too. One guy mm-hmm. would say, shit like, if you ever want your ass kicked, come find me. I showed up at a party, at a party one day. I said, I'm here. Mm-hmm. He wasn't going to be found. <laughs> they will back down 99% of the time. Yeah. Yeah. If you push um. back. If if you're like, let's go. Mm-hmm. They will back down. They all of a sudden don't want any problems. Yeah, I've seen people exactly. run from me showing up because they were talking smack. It's like, mm-hmm. please. It's like yeah. if you can't talk smack to somebody's face, don't talk to them behind a keyboard and don't talk about them behind their back. Exactly, but you know, a lot of teenagers and kids, they don't understand that. You know, like I said, you know, and I'm gonna blame the immaturity of their thought process, okay, because right. they're kids, you know. Uh, for many kids, everything is black and white. You know, either I'm tough and I'm the big person on campus and no one messes with me and I'm popular or I'm weak and I deserve to be bullied. And that's the thing, right, is that for many bullies, kids or adults, a lot of times bullies tend to think that you deserve that punishment for being, I don't know, for being Chinese or you deserve to get beat up because you're gay, that you deserve to to get, you know, to get knifed because you're Jewish. You see what I'm saying? Um, right. No, exactly. A lot of police tend to think that, that, that you deserve it and they are the people, the only people that can dish out that punishment. It, it, it's, it's a mess. Up way of thinking, but you know I know that in some shape, way, or form that that's how bullies tend to think. It's like it's a it's a it's a behavior of power. Okay, a lot of people think that bullies are you know that all big people are bullies because they know they're strong and they know they can get away with beating someone up without getting beat up themselves. Not necessarily. It's a crime of power. Now, I'm sure our listeners out there have have seen that video on YouTube. It was a viral video that came out a few years ago of this little scrawny kid picking on this big other kid, right? Pushing him and stuff like that, and this this kid just tries to walk away, and the scrawny kid pushes and gets into this boxing stance and tries and tries, like, pushing and punching. Well, he finally punched the big kid really hard, but the big kid was, like, so big, it didn't knock him down. And the big kid picked up the bully, the little guy, picked him up, and body slammed him on the concrete. (laughs) You know what what video I'm talking about, right, Bob? (laughs) You know, I have seen it. I have seen it. Yeah, just picked him up and slammed him to the ground. You know, you know that kid had to have like, you know, it's a it's it's a wonder why how that kid did not break anything, 
right? Or even, you know, it's a wonder right. he didn't lose teeth. And then there was a follow-up video. That bully had no remorse whatsoever. None. None. In fact, he wanted to get back at the kid he bullied because he got body slammed, right? He had no remorse. There's something wrong with something wrong with this kid, right? Um, you know, and I the only thing I thought was when that kid gets older and he's like old enough to get put in adult jail, he's going to get his butt whooped. He's not going to know what to do. You know? <laughs> He'll be lucky if that's the only thing that happens to him. <laughs> that's right. That I was going to go I was going to go there too and I was like, you know, that's that's right, you know, and um, you know, and it's and it's sad. But the primal side of me wishes that bullies like that, when they're adults, do get caught, do get thrown in prison, and do get do get what's coming to them, you know. And that's the that's the dark side of me wishing that kind of thing on on bullies. You know, I shouldn't admit that, but it you know, right. but it does you know you know as someone that has been bullied, you know, unfortunately you know, I forgive but I don't forget, and. Um, and it and it's I should I know I shouldn't go. Oh, I hope that kid like lands in adult jail. I mean that's mean. I know it's mean, but there is a part of a bully victim that that does wish retribution, and it's sad. Now how do we how do we heal that? Well, we're going to talk about that a little bit later also. But for the kids out there that are being cyberbullied, or even the adults, don't go away, adults. This isn't just about kids because. You know, I know people that are being bullied online, I, you know, and, and are still being bullied online. And just know that you're not alone, and it's not your fault, okay? And it's not okay what they're doing. It's not okay. It's not okay. Um, not at all. It's not a, in any culture, it's not a acceptable behavior. I don't care what culture it is. I heck, I don't even care if, you know, a religious book says it's okay. It's not okay to bully other people or to harass other people or to threaten other people. Um, now, I just kind of want to share a little story uh, about me being bullied. I mean, I was bullied uh, by people that were friends, but um, I was also bullied by a group of kids that were not my friends. I just knew that they went to the same school I did. And um, and these kids were younger. They were a year younger. Um, and one of them I know was two years younger, uh, two grades under. Um, but this one kid that was a year younger was big. <laughs> she was big. She was tall. And um, she would follow my sister and I home from, home from school and um, call us names, kick our lunch boxes, um, one time, the girl kicked my sister's lunchbox so hard that all of the contents came out of it, and my sister just stood there crying, right? And I didn't know what to do. I mean, at this point, we had already known martial arts, um, but really, you know, nothing really prepares you for when, you know, when harassment happens. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, right. we know what to do when a punch comes at you in the context of a dojo atmosphere, you know, right. Kids exactly. don't understand at the time the difference between dojo atmosphere and real life. So when this happened, this was all new to us. My sister's there crying. I felt like compelled to defend my sister. So I got in front of her and I said, what are you doing? Stop that. That's not okay. 
and I got punched, and I got knocked to the ground, and I started crying. And then they just started laughing and literally kicking dirt in our face because we were right next to a park, and they started kicking dirt in our faces. So here we are crying, getting mouthfuls and eyefuls of dirt. You know, I can't even, like, swing straight because I'm crying, and there's, like, I almost said the S-H word, and there's stuff in my mouth, right? And so we just sat there and just played, quote, unquote, dead. We just sat there, and we just endured the names and the and the and the bullying and stuff like that until they got tired and left. So that was about 15 minutes it seems. We brushed ourselves off. We go home and my mom is livid. She's like, "What happened?" But we didn't want to tell. You see what I'm saying? Right. <laughs> because we knew that dad was going to go to the school and we knew that these kids parents were going to beat the living tar out of these kids because these kids were these kids were like brothers, sister, cousins. And they all lived in the same house. They didn't live too far from us. Um, and we knew they were going to get the living heck beat out of them because we knew every time they got in trouble, they got beat so hard, we would hear them from our house. We would hear them screaming and crying. And the parents screaming at them, don't you ever, they would get the crap beat out of them. And um, we knew that they would, you know, get punished, and we didn't want that to happen because the bullying would start again, right? So we didn't tell them, like, oh, well, you know, Diana fell down and blah, 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 right? Whatever. We were playing, blah, blah, blah. Why is there dirt in your lunchbox? Uh, 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 We made up stuff. Well, anyway, three years go by. We're still being bullied. However, at the same time, me and my sister are getting older, and we're starting to understand that, hey, bullying isn't okay. The skills that we learn in the karate dojo are meant to be used inside the dojo and outside the dojo. But but I'll explain, kids. It didn't mean that you have to punch somebody back. It meant that anything that you do and anything that you say is to be done with confidence and conviction. Right? So in the dojo, if you're going to punch, do it with confidence and conviction. If you're going to say, hi, sensei, do so with confidence and conviction. And if you're going to talk to anyone, do so with confidence and conviction. So you see what I'm getting at here, kids and adults? Okay. So as we got older, started to understand that, and we started to subtly stand up to these kids. When they started kicking our backpacks, not lunch lunch boxes anymore, when they started kicking the backpacks, we would just turn around and go, huh, well, that's great that you can kick that high. And we'd keep keep walking, right? And then if they call a name, like my sister would turn around and go, wow, did you think about that all by yourself? And then we'd keep walking, right? And we would say so with confidence and conviction, all right? Now, we figured that they'd probably let, you know, let off, right? But they kept at it. So anyway, like I said, like three years go by, another few years go by, and I'm teaching karate, 15 years old, 15, 16 years old, I'm teaching karate in the community center now. I'm a black belt. I usually like to keep the doors closed because I didn't want stuff happening out in the hallways of the community center to distract the students, right? So I hear this. I hear, hey and people kicking or shoving the door. So the door's shaking, and people are making noises outside and, and and just laughing and stuff like that. And I told the kids that I was teaching, I said, don't worry about it. They can't get in. Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. 
they'll go away if you just ignore them. So my class keeps key-eyeing and yelling and sparring. And, of course, the kids outside are, are mocking us. So I'm like, oh, I finally get tired of it. So I finally stomp over to the door. And my kids are like, ooh, Sensei's going to the door, right? You know? So I go to the door and I push open both doors so hard that they hit the wall on either side. And who's standing there? Those same kids that used to bully me. And they kind of looked at me and I kind of looked at them and I went, what? And they went, are you the teacher? And I'm like, yes, would you like to come in? And then the little the, the little kid, the, the younger kid goes, we don't need that karate crap. I'm like, no, 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 you guys can come in and, and watch if you want. So they come in, they kind of look me up and down, and they sit down, and I shut the door. And I check the door by pushing on it. It's locked, right? <laughs> so they're locked in. But the only way they can get out is if I use use my little key, right? Um, and they went to go get up. And I'm like, oh, no, 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 sit down sit down right and I took him through um, I took my class through their self-defense things and stuff like that and and many of the people in my class went to the same grade school I went to and the same middle school that I uh, and high school that I went to at the time and uh, and these kids knew it they knew that every one of those kids that they might have picked on kicked their ass <laughs> <laughs> That's why I locked them in. I wanted them to see what they were up against. I wanted to see, I wanted them to see that they were just being stupid and to never underestimate someone ever because you could get hurt. You never, you know, and for the adults, it's the same way. You never know. You don't know if that weak person is carrying a gun and can pop you in the head. You don't know if they're carrying a blade and will cut you up so fast before you even know it. You don't know. If it comes, push comes to shove and somebody feels that they're in enough distress to have to defend themselves, you might get hurt. So why go through all the trouble of bullying, right? So anyway, I finally let those kids out and they never talked to me ever again, ever. And as far as I knew, all the other kids that were bullied by, by this trio never got bullied either. So it's a, you know, sometimes you don't have to get all up in their face and punch them in the face to let them know how tough you are. Sometimes you just have to make them realize that they can't go around, you know, uh, just thinking that because someone's weaker that they're easy prey, you know, underestimating people. Um, And I hope that now that they're like the same age we are, right, that they understood that. Um, and that they continue to understand that and didn't turn into adult bullies. <laughs> right, right. So anyway, that was my little story about showing some bullies, you know, the what for without ever having to throw a punch. Um, oh, and but- I do have a suggestion for, for because this happened about six months ago. I was being bullied at the workplace where it almost came to blows. Whoa! My boss and I were my it. boss and I were, were were at each other's throat because he he would touch me inappropriately. He'd go behind me and rub my shoulders, make un- inappropriate the- comments. I and I know. said, "I know you did. Stop it." <laughs> and I I told him I said, "Why don't before you start doing this crap to me? Why don't you just Google my name?" And he never did. Now my right. point is. It, and, and he fired me over getting into my fights with him because I couldn't deal with this guy anymore. Mm-hmm. 
Wow. My point is, if something happens, and, and I wish I would have done this, if I would have complained about it to the human resources person and then he fired me, mm-hmm. they would have been talking to my attorney. Right? Exactly. So my point is, if this happens at work, go to your human resources the minute that it happens. Exactly. And it doesn't matter what kind of bullying it is, um, sexual harassment, no. um, even skills harassment, you know, like you can't do that well enough. Let me do it. Let someone that knows what they're doing do it. You know, I've seen, I've heard of bullying of like new hires, right? I mean, you know, I I worked the corporate the corporate world too. I just, you know, this whole like teaching martial arts full time is relatively new, you know, 20 something, something years of going on 30. But before that I was working the corporate world as well as teaching martial arts. And I've seen it. I've seen senior members of the workforce bully the new people because they don't know what they're doing. You know, what they would call hazing was really bullying. I mean, let's face it. It it is in well, a way. I mean, yeah. Well, what this guy was doing, Rusty, was I was hired for a specific reason. Mm-hmm. I knew my stuff. This guy, every time this guy would ask me a question, I answered it for him. He mm-hmm. called somebody else at one of our vendors or the city to see if I was right. Right. Yeah. Constantly, 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 and I was never wrong, and he would never. And it, it got to the point where I finally, he asked me a question one day. I said, what good does it do me? You're just going to call somebody and check to see if I'm right anyway. Right. I got, exactly. And it was, I got so angry with that. Yeah. And yeah. That, that if, if I, if I see him today, I'm just going to take out his knee. Right. I won't, even, I won't even look at him. If I see him anywhere, his knee's gone. Yeah. You know, and that, 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 that happened to me once several times when I was in the corporate workplace where, um, and you know, when, when I was working in the corporate world, I knew my job. I knew my job inside and out. I knew it better than most of the managers that, you know, came into the, came into these restaurants and stuff like that. I knew my stuff. And if I did something because it had to be done a certain way for that particular thing, the manager that would come in, who, oddly enough, would always be trained from some other thing. Like we had a Bon Marche person, um, a manager for Bon Marche, get trained only two weeks to become a manager for my store, for my for my restaurant, right? And, um, you know, I'm the manager. It, you know, I'm, I'm one of the head management. So anyway, they trained another, you know, uh, upper-level manager. And two weeks two weeks of training in my line of work and this guy is second guessing me. Right. So I'd say I did it because of this and this and this and this and this and this. And he would call the head office. Could she have done that? Yeah. That was the best thing she could have done. Oh, well I would have done the same thing. That's exactly what he would say. Right. And it just drove me insane. It was like two years of, Oh my God, I know this job better than you. And here you are, like, hanging over me, and everything that he told me would not have worked, right? I, and I know it wouldn't have worked. And I would tell him, this isn't going to work. It's, it's inefficient. It's not going to work. And I, think, and I think that idea is great, but it's not going to work in the way you want it to. And he would get so pissed. And he would leave the restaurant dirty for me the next morning. I mean, completely dirty, to the point where I can't even open on time. Because it's that bad, 
you know, he would like hide things, you know, or he would like, you know, we even had like deposits that, um, that were supposed to be for me to fill out and stuff. There'd be money missing so that we, so that way it would be on me. And I'd be like, oh, that's it. That's it. I finally had enough and I quit. I said, nope, you know, now it's, now it's you. And, um, and I know for a fact after I quit, the store went to crap. The restaurant went to crap. And uh, pretty much all the stores that I managed went to crap in the Seattle area. They all went to crap. <laughs> and then they closed. All the shakies closed and made way for Boston Market. And it was like, man, that sucks. But, you know, sometimes you just got to say, screw it. No matter what you do in the workplace, you know, that bully is never going to be wrong. They're always going to think they're right because, you know, I guess, you know, if they are the boss, they're, they're the boss. And, you know, sometimes you just have to say, screw it, I'm quitting, and you just got to go find another job. But, you know, in the cases where you can't find another job and you know you can't for, you know, a little while and you have to stay, you have to stick it out. But what do you do, right? Um, right. Just a couple things that um, – that you um, that you can do in general, in, in real life, not cyberbullying, but you can do this um, in cyberbullying too. Um, now, depending on, on how bad the bullying is, you can actually try to work it out between you and the bully yourself, but that's going to take a lot of skill. You, you know, you want to have some great uh, skills of persuasion and skills of, hey, you know what, you know, you don't have to do this, man. You know, I know you're tough. I, I I know you're tough. You don't you don't have to do this. I I already know. We all know. You know, uh, something like that. Go out and learn martial arts. I mean, it sounds so cliche, but you know, kids, when you learn martial arts, it's not about the kicking and punching. It's about the confidence it gives you, and it gives you the sense of empowerment to know that it's not okay, and that it's okay to stand up for yourselves, kids and adults. Right? That's why. And, I'm and like we said at- earlier, though, Rusty, if they stand up for themselves. Nine times out of ten, the bully mm-hmm. is going to back down. Yeah. Because especially yeah. nowadays, people go to jail now. Mm-hmm. That's right. You can't. And they don't want that. That's right. That's right. And, you know, a lot of people think that they can't go to jail for cyberbullying because they're not physically harming someone. No, no, you can. You can. Bullies out there, if you're listening, technically you can. And here's how. If you, phys- if you threaten physical harm to someone... Like, for example, you know, you suck. You can't fight. In fact, you know, I'll kick your ass if we ever meet. In fact, meet me here. I'll beat you so bad between, you know, a hair of your life. You won't even know what's coming. I'll have the whole city see how much of a pussy you are. This is, I see this. I see this online, on YouTube and everywhere else. That is, that's grounds for harassment. And that is you can be legally charged for that, folks. Yes. So, yeah, depending on the cyberbullying that you do, if you threaten physical harm, you can go to jail. Don't think you're safe because you're sitting behind a keyboard, you keyboard warriors. Don't think you're, you know, don't think you're all that, okay, because you can. You can go to jail if it counts as uh, harassment, okay? Now, mm-hmm. um, kids, if you take martial arts, it gives you that sense of empowerment to know that it's okay, Stand up for yourself. You do not deserve to be beat up because you're small. You do not deserve to be beat up because you're Jewish. 
white, black, purple, pink, whatever. You know, you don't deserve that. Nobody does. Um, and it's okay for you to stand up for that. So you can do martial arts. Now, also, if a bully doesn't change their behavior, consider talking to someone. It's not tattletailing, right? It's not. You know, it's 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 getting a, uh, how should we call it? It's getting like a, a support group together, right? If someone knows what's going on, they'll know what's going on if you come home with a black eye or if you come to work with a bloody lip. Tell someone. It's okay. Okay? So... Also remember, folks, that a lot of times bullies want you to get angry. They're looking for that that reaction. They're looking for an emotional reaction. They want you to cry. They want you to get mad and start cussing and stuff like that because they're the cause of it. That's what gives them power, right? So if you get angry, you give them fuel. If you don't get angry, the bully loses the fuel, and they'll just peter out, just like a car running out of gas. They'll just peter out. Um, you might not believe me, but nine times out of ten, they will. They'll just peter out, and they'll. But unfortunately, they'll find someone else to bully. Um, now, this is this is something that I want the kids, especially the kids, to know. Okay, bullies are human. All right, they eat, sleep live, breathe, and and even bleed the same as you. The only difference is, and again, I'm talking to the kids, the only difference is is that you are not the bully. Okay, the bullies act the way they do because sometimes they just lack attention. It doesn't matter if it's um, parental attention or uh, attention from um, someone that they admire at school, like, for example, the teacher, if they're not getting that type of attention, if they're not getting that kind of nurturing, they're going to look for a type of something that makes them feel empowered, that makes them feel good. And a lot of times when kids are the bully, um, that's the only way they know how, right? They're not going to, they don't know to go out and find a a group that likes uh, whittling sticks, you know, they didn't, and there there was no such thing as meet up back then when we were kids, right? Uh, which right. is why they bully people. Um, or they're just shy and or don't have the social skills to go out and find friends that that think the same way they do, that make them feel good about themselves and stuff. So what do they do? They bully, okay? Or, unfortunately, they witness that behavior somewhere. Could be at school, could be at home. And that becomes normal for them, and they just enact that. Sometimes bullies just don't know better, unfortunately, especially for the bullies, the bully, because they, too, are being abused at home. They don't know any better. So we have to remember that they're human. doesn't matter how much, you know, a bully thinks, how weak the other person is, right? We got, you know, the bully has to remember that, too, that the victim is human, and victims, you got to remember that the bullies are human too. So if you can tap into the to the human side of them, okay, you're that much closer, hopefully, to not being bullied. Now I know all of this sounds like touchy feely Mister Rogers crap. I know there are people out there that are thinking that. I I know that for a fact. Wouldn't you think so, Bob? There are people out there going, "Oh my God, this is so freaking touchy feely. What the hell?" <laughs> <laughs> Right? I know there are people out there that are thinking that. Um, but you know, it's 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 true though. You know, uh and if you are thinking, you know, if this is too touchy feely or whatever, just 
take a look at yourself and, and think of what you're saying. Why are you saying that? All right? You know, I bet maybe five times out of ten, anyone that says, oh, this touchy-feely bullshit, for any, I bet, I'm willing to bet, like ten bucks, that five out of ten people that say that had been bullied themselves. I'm going to put that out there right now. Touchy-feely bullshit. I'm not, I don't want to talk to the bully. I want to knock his teeth in. Right? Um, right. Yeah. That, that, I'm going to bet on that, that. That five out of ten have been bullied themselves, and the other five are just mean. <laughs> or had been bullied right. themselves. <laughs> you know? Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm laughing about it now, but, you know, uh, but are just mean and, and have been bullied themselves. Now, here's the thing, though. Um, the... Uh, um, kids out there, you know, let's just say it doesn't work. Let's just say you tried talking to them. You tried telling someone. Um, and let's say, you know, maybe a teacher comes by and reprimands them. Or worse yet, if you're an adult, the police come by and reprimand you or put you in jail or whatever. Now the bully's pissed and they want to get back at you. Let's say nothing works. Well, if push comes to shove, then yes, get the law uh, get the law involved, you know, get a restraining order, um, get a, get the, you know, convince the police that you've been harmed enough for it to be considered physical assault. You see what I'm saying? And, you know, let it be known to the public that, that it's not okay. It's not okay. And, um, now here's the thing. A lot of people think it only happens with school kids or, you know, in the workplace or whatever. No, I, I've even seen this kind of bullying in the martial arts community. It's, it's, it's crazy, you know. I mean, let's think about this, you guys. Okay, Sandy Hook shootings, um, you know, uh, any type of school shooting. What's going on with the shooter? Most times they've been bullied, right? Most times they, you know... They're emotionally not prepared to deal with the with the bullying. So what do they do? They lash out. And unfortunately, they lash out with submachine guns. And look what happens. Right. You know, um, I know for myself, and I know probably in your case too, Bob, that when I was bullied, I had fantasies of beating the living tar out of my bullies. I did. Well, I wanted to I knock their once, teeth in. Well, I did once where I, I was bullied, and this was in high school, I mm-hmm. freaking snapped. Yeah. I mean, I snapped, and I felt bad because the kid had his hands in his pockets, couldn't defend himself. Mm-hmm. But it was, it, I, I hit the bro- breaking point. And yeah. And I started yeah. hitting him right in the face. <laughs> just, yeah. And I didn't, I, I, I hit him like three times and went out crying. Yeah. I, I and, felt bad, and th- people threatened to kick my butt because he has hands in his pockets. But I, I just, like that movie with Jennifer Lopez, enough, I'd had it. Mhm. Exactly. And unfortunately, you know, and see, you know, in a way I see where these kids are coming from. You know, these kids are in jail now because they lashed out with machine guns and they killed people. They killed their bullies or they killed the people in the place that represents their torment. You see what I'm saying? And yeah. It doesn't have to be like that. You know, I you and I know what they were thinking. But nowadays, it's, you know, it's kind of easy to get a gun. And, you know, yeah. I saw this other, I saw this other uh, video online about a kid that brought um, a pistol to school. This was in, a, um, like, in South America. And uh, they were walking down the hall. 
and the bully passes him and pushes him and you know they keep walking and the kid turns around and pops a couple rounds into the bully just pop 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 and then all of the teachers come out and they knock the they knock the bullied kid to the ground and here's this kid you know literally dying in the middle of the hallway right it's kind of like oh my gosh you know there comes a point folks and now I'm talking to the bullies there comes a point where People are going to snap. And when they do, you better hope to God they don't have a firearm. I mean, it's it's so scary and it, it's so unfortunate and it doesn't have to be that way. Yeah, I know it sounds like I'm preaching. Yeah, I know it sounds touchy-feely, Mr. Rogers. But, you know, this has got to stop, okay? This has got to stop. And, folks, you know, if there's anything about this program, if you've been a, a, a victim of bullying, okay, um, if there's anything about this show that me and Bob want you to know, it's it's stand up. It's not okay. It's not your fault. And if there's anything that me and Bob want and want the bullies to know, chill out. Find something else to do with your time. You ain't all that. And there are other ways to feel powerful because you ain't all that. Um, stand down because you might get popped in the head. Um, and I say that with conviction. <laughs> <laughs> I say that and, with conviction. Now, I do want to talk a little bit about parents. If there's any yes. parents listening, what rights do yes. we have if we feel that our kids being – because the kids don't want to talk about it because they're going to feel weak and you're, you, they, yeah. they, they think that you're going to look at them differently. Guess what? We have rights. Believe it or not, we have more rights than the kids do. Right. If, the, mm-hmm. if you feel the kids are being bullied, ask for their passwords to everything. Tell them you're just going to use it in case of an emergency. That's why you need it. Uh, mm-hmm. I posted a link. I don't know if you probably saw it. Uh, uh, che- now, I love this TV show. The Cheaters on, on, on TV where they catch infide- uh, uh, boyfriends or girlfriends or husband and wife having a, uh, extramarital affairs. Right? Mm-hmm. I love right. the part where they catch these people and they're all like all surprised. Well, Cheaters has a spy shop that actually sells for $129, sell a stick that gets plugged into an Android, mm-hmm. and it, it will retrieve deleted text messages. Yeah, I heard about that. I and heard about if, that. If you really, because they can delete these text messages, if you feel they're hiding something from you, ask to see their phone. And if they mm-hmm. don't give it up, take it from them. Yep. You're the parent. You're the parent. Take their computers yes. away. Find out because a lot of these, it took me a while to find out that my son was being bullied at school. He wasn't well, going to tell yeah. me. So we as parents have rights. If you feel that something's happening, take charge. I trust my daughter explicitly, but if I feel like something's happening that has her in harm's way, I'm going to take action. Mm-hmm. Mhm. Exactly. Yeah, parents, you have rights. And you know, your kid may not want that, but you know, I look at it this way. If I were a parent and my 13-year-old wanted their own phone, I'm like, "Oh, you want your own phone? Well, you're going to have to number 1, you know, part of your allowance and you got to work for your allowance and number 2, I get to I get to decide what's on your phone." And you will show me your phone every night. As long as that happens, you can have unlimited text and calling 
You can call whoever you want, whenever you want. I don't care if you're up at 3 in the morning. Doesn't matter to me. You can do whatever you want. And you got to call me every night if you're going to go out. Four things, you can have that phone with as much unlimited anything. If anything about it is a no, you don't get a phone. And I'm going to put that app on there. And I'm going to know <laughs> what's going on, you know. Um, exactly. The, there, there's exactly. GPS available now. Exactly. Yeah. Be the parent. Yeah. Track them if you have to. A lot of a lot of that, kids will start pulling out the privacy card. Yeah, sorry. If you're under 18 and you're living under your parents' house, you're living by their rules. Sorry. Yeah, and 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 when the when the school fills their full head full of crap about, I'm sorry. This is going to come out wrong, and I apologize, but I'm not sorry about it. If mm. they say, "Well, the school says we have rights," not in my house. Mm-hmm. I have. No, you have no. You don't even have a right to have a lock on your door if I right. if I don't want you to. Now, why would because the school it's for say we have rights? Oh. And their rights well, are to not tell you their that your that your that's kids right. Being they have bullied? privacy. Then they have all this other crap. And, but what the, a lot of now, crap! Now this is also from the same school that told my son at nine eleven that a tornado went through New York. Okay, right. So I don't trust them at all. Uh huh. Man, you know, telling them <laughs> what really happened. These and and you know, but these people are telling them if if your parents harm you in any way call 911 yeah you yep. know you are the parent you have more rights than they do they have no rights in your house i'm sorry right. that's the way i feel and mm-hmm. it's for their protection it's not for you because you're a bad person it's for their protection yeah yeah exactly exactly that was my soapbox <laughs> <laughs> well i'm gonna get on another soapbox and that's bullying even within the martial arts community um, oh please do yeah, I mean, I see it on YouTube all the time. In fact, a lot of the people that are being bullies on martial arts videos, I wouldn't even go so far as calling them martial artists. <laughs> you know, I'm just I'm just gonna go out on a limb here, and because it, it's always it's always someone that says anyone that studies karate is wasting their time. You know, don't waste your time on that, you know, fancy pants, pajama-wearing bullshit, study MMA. Well, that tells me, number one, that whoever's posting that is 17 and under. Number two, has every color of a tap-out shirt and a tap-out baseball cap, but has never (laughs) studied a day in their life and watches every pay-per-view UFC. And all of a sudden, they're an MMA god, and they're gonna go out and tell tell everyone that karate is bullshit when they don't even know what it is. And then, and I got into I got into it with one of these bullies. I said, "You do realize that this karate bullshit is the root of your oh so precious MMA." And right. he holds up and says, "Oh, I'm aware of that, but you know, you're not going to use outdated crap on on the modern battlefield, just as you wouldn't use an 1873 Winchester rifle on today's battlefield." And I called him out and I said, "Oh, funny that you have to pull out the 1873 date for Winchester just to show how much you know about it." Now, if you just right. said the Winchester rifle isn't used in, you know, in Afghanistan right now, Pretty much all of us would have would have known what you were talking about, but no, you had to put the whole history of the freaking rifle 
on there, you know. And then he comes back and goes, well, what's even more interesting is that you based your assumption that I was trying to show off on ignorance. Your assumption was based on ignorance. And I said, and you know nothing about karate. Let's talk about ignorance. And well, you, you know what, though, Rusty? We have a caller. Unbelievable. We do. We have a caller. Um, I, I can't answer, but you can. Yes, I can. We've got area code 937. 937, you're on Dynamic Dojo Talk Radio. Who's this? Area code 937. Area code 937, you're live on the air with Rustita and Robert on Dynamic Dojo. Can you hear Who's me? This? Yes, well, I we can. can now. It? Hey, it's Wayne. Hey, hey Wayne. Wayne. Sensei Wayne Riley, doing really good. Nice to hear your voice, man. Yeah, you guys too. Yeah, right on. Thanks for joining us. What What's your take on the whole bullying subject? Yeah, you know, it, it, it's something that that we're uh, we're just getting ready to address at our school. Um, it, it's just ridiculous these days, you know. Um, I mean, all the way down to kindergarten. I mean, kindergarten yes. kids. You know, it's just insane. I, I, I can't stand it. It makes me sick. Yeah. it's it, and You know, and when it happens to kids that young, pardon pardon me, but what the hell? What yeah. the F? You know what I mean? It's like with kids that young. And, and you know, well, you know what breaks my heart, Sensei, is that, you know, I have kids that come to me. And mm-hmm. they, they, they kind of go around the bush with it, but I know what's going on. They're being bullied. Right. And they don't know what to do, and they don't want to tattletale. So I have to go the roundabout way, in a way, to tell them that it's not okay that they're being bullied and that it's not okay to break their knee and smash their nose like we learn here. I have to roundabout way tell them that also, but, but primarily to let them know that, hey, you know what? What do we say here at the studio? We say, I'm a good kung fu kid, and I use my kung fu for the good of myself, for the good of my classmates, my parents, and my community. Think, what can you do right now that would be good to stop the bullying? Think about that, and then tell me what you would do next class. And then, nine times out of ten, they will say, I'm going to go tell a teacher and I'm going to do that tomorrow. Okay. Did it happen today? Yes, it did. Then go tell a teacher first thing in the morning. And they think it out themselves. And they work it out themselves. And I think I think that's why I think all kids should be in classes such as yours, Sensei Wayne, or anybody mm-hmm. else's martial arts class, you know, to learn that sense of empowerment and that you don't always have to kick people in the teeth. <laughs> you know? Well, you know, I, I, I tell mine. You know, there there's a chain of events that need to take place. If you're being bullied, you're on the playground. What should you do? Seek the person in charge over the playground. Let yes, them know. If they don't do anything, seek your teacher. Yes, if sir. your teacher doesn't, see, doesn't do anything, seek your principal. If the mm-hmm. principal doesn't do anything, let the kid go see the emergency room. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, yeah. bottom line, just... Do what you have to do. If you have went through the complete chain of command, Mm -hmm. do what you have to do, you know, and I am behind you. Yes, exactly. And, you know, and in the sense of school kids, 
Uh, it's a little, you know, I'd I'd like to say it's a little easier for adults because, you know, if we get bullied in the workplace or whatever, right, you can just go up the chain of command all the way up to the head mucky muck of the corporation and, you know, snuff it there. But, you know, then you have to deal with that aftermath. But at that point in time, we're adults and we can deal with it. Kids, not so much. But, you know, I just want the parents out there to know. In fact, I've got a few parents that I hope are listening that, you know, I just want them to know that, you know, Remember, you have rights. Go through whatever you have to do. If that means going mm-hmm. through the school district and making a stink, make a stink. If that means going to the to the newspapers, go to the newspapers. You know, especially yep. if the schools aren't doing anything. If the schools right. aren't doing anything to meet the needs of your kids to feel safe at school, by Jove, do whatever you have to do. And if that means that, well, I guess we are doing it, Bob. If that means that getting the word out in a bigger media such as radio has to happen, then I'm going to do it. And I'm, you know, I'm going to stand behind each and every one of the parents out there that, that has a kid that's being bullied and their school system is not doing a dang thing. You know, let me know because, you know, me and Wayne and Bob and everyone else that we have in our network, we're standing behind you. You guys have an army. That's right. You guys have an army behind you, parents. They have the dynamic dojo radio show army behind them. (laughs) That's right. That's That's absolutely right. But, you know, you know, even, even, even when, uh, you know, the kids do go through sometimes that chain of command, the schools, even as widespread as bullying is today, the schools still try to deny. That's right. And and they won't do anything. But I tell you what, start threatening, oh, I'm going to call the media, then you'll see something done. I've seen it. I've had to actually do it and say it myself to get something done, not about my own child, but about one of my students. You know, Mm -hmm. the, the little kid was just, you know, he was six years old, couldn't even play on the playground. I don't care what the kid wore, they bullied him. Uh, he had on one of uh, one of our tournament T-shirts. Oh, you're in karate. Oh, you know. And then they start with that. You know, mm-hmm. I I know I know my students can handle themselves. You know when they have to, but with kids sometimes they don't they don't understand that that's that it's okay to defend yourself. It's okay mm-hmm. to stand up and say, Hey, I'm not taking this anymore. Yeah, that's right. You know, that's sometimes right. they need that little that little push, you know, to let them know uh-huh. somebody's behind them. Somebody is here to back them up. Yeah. Whether their parents are or their teachers are or whatever or not, they need somebody to know. They need to know that somebody is behind them. Mhm. Exactly. And, yeah. and a lot of times and, a lot of times the the kids are so scared that they don't have anyone behind them, which is why they they endure it. Because well, uh, who are they going to tell, you know? Well, something else that I've seen, too. Uh, uh, one of my little boys, his name is Jackson. Jackson uh, was being picked on in school. And I can't remember the whole situation of it, but the kid didn't. Uh, he just wants to have friends, you know. He just he doesn't want to hurt anybody's feelings. I mean, even yeah. in class, you know, we're sparring. He's like, I don't want to spar something because I don't want to hurt somebody. Well, that's what, you know, that's what we're practicing for, buddy. So we don't have to hurt somebody. Yeah. It's okay to do this, you know. Um, He said, well, this kid is my friend. I said, if this kid is doing this to you, he is not your friend. 
Yeah. Something needs to be done. I said nine times out of ten, son, it falls back on their family. Either That's either right. they're being they're being uh, uh, ruled with an iron fist at home, so they feel that you know they come to school, they're gonna they're gonna rule their playground with an iron fist. Right. You know. Exactly. But 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 I told the kid. I said, listen, Jackson, go up to the kid and say, look, whatever the kid's name is, you know, say, hey, look. I don't. I don't want to fight with you. I just want to be friends. Mm-hmm. If you don't want to be friends, that's okay. But please stop picking on me every day because I'm tired of it. I said, if that doesn't work, I said, then do what you're supposed to do with your chain of command. Yeah. Uh, it wasn't. Two, it wasn't two weeks. It wasn't two weeks. He come back in. He said, Sensei, you were right. He said, me and that kid have been playing for two or three days now. Oh, right on. He says, no. He says, we're actually friends now. Uh, some people don't get the love and attention, positive attention that they need, so they take it out on others. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Give the person, show the person you're not afraid. Show the person that uh, uh, that you want to be friends, you know, that you want to be a part of whatever's going on, mm-hmm. and don't be afraid. Stand your ground. That's right. Stand your ground. And the same thing exactly. has the, the same thing needs to apply to adults as well. Especially exactly. on Exactly. Especially like here on the internet cuz like, you know, the the main thing that we really oh wanted to talk God. about was Key- cyberbullying. Keyboard badasses. <laughs> yeah, keyboard badasses. Cyberbullying. Exactly. Well, you know, exactly. Cuz but the thing is the 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 funny thing is not funny haha, but the funny thing is is that even regular physical bullying you know, like at school or at the workplace or whatever, is very similar to cyberbullying. The only difference is, is is that it's relentless. At least at school, when you go home, you've got a little bit of a respite from it, right? But right. cyberbullying, it's out there for all the world to see. If someone wants to shame you on the Internet, it's out there for the world to see. And many times, and I see this in the martial arts too, and it pisses me off. Many times people just want to shame people just for the sake of shaming them. Like, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna give a perfect example. Okay. Uh, where do I start, Bob? Um <laughs> yeah, really. there, I'm as much of I'm a supporter of genuine martial arts, right? If someone is going to not set foot in a dojo and make up their own style and call it the Uga Booga Kung Fu system and say that they're a tenth dawn black belt when they're like you know, 20 years old, I'm going to call bullshit on it, okay, part of my friend. I'm going to call bullshit on it and go, you know what, okay, that's nice that you made a nice system and you call yourself, you know, Soke, Sabamim, Grandmaster, Poobah, whatever, you know, (laughs) at 20 20 years old, but I'm going to call bullshit on that. However, you know, um, there are people out there that will go so far as to publicly shame these people. Now, these people that are probably, you know, making up their own arts and stuff like that, they probably don't have access to a real dojo, and they probably learn from YouTube. That's fine. I guess it's better than nothing, right? Why not, instead of, like, publicly shaming them and trying to make the whole world gang up on them and say, wow, what a load of bullshit, why not just say, hey, how about you try this person? How about you try training with this person? Why can't we foster the martial arts instead of being like my style's better you know my ninja right. style's better than your ninja style woo woo 
what really <laughs> really you know i can <laughs> i can be more stealthy than you that's basically what's going on you know what i mean right. i studied under a real japanese person you studied under a white person that doesn't count you suck and, right. you know and and it just goes on and on and on and you know you know just like with kids that will go so far as to get violent and shoot up schools because they're being bullied. You know, I'm afraid that one of our martial arts brothers or sisters, if they're getting bullied, will go that far. Right. Um, And, you know, Bob, you sent me a a text earlier about, should we mention it or should we let it go? Remember that? Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, I'm going to venture to go there in the last 10 minutes. Okay. Okay. Um, Because, Okay. Um, like I said, I understand about people wanting to call out bullshit. You know, me and Bob, you know, we're we're kind of there too, you know. Um, but when we call out bullshit, we call out the people that, you know, that that call that, you know, that say, you know, hey, I'm 20 years old and I'm a grandmaster poobah 12th dan or something like that, right? <laughs> you know. Right, we, right. Will, we will call that we will call out the reasoning. We're not going to publicly shame the person. There's a difference. Right. right? And we're not going to publicly, you know, uh, try to get the rest of the public to shame that person. Right. We're going to let are we going to let people know, hey, if you want real martial arts, you know, don't study there. Yeah. Okay. probably not. Probably so. We might do that. Are we going to warn people about um, false masters? Then, okay, yeah, we will. But we're not going to call them names. We're not going to publicly shame people because, if anything, we want people that wish so much to be a Grandmaster Puba Soke, we're going to wish that they train in legitimate martial arts. Exactly. You know, yeah, and if it's in our power, if it's going to be in me and Bob's or Sensei Wayne's power or anybody else's power to point them in that right direction – and be a martial art brother or a martial art sister. That's where me and Bob and Wayne and everyone else is going to go. We're not going to publicly shame them. Unfortunately, I see it happening. I see it happening on Facebook. I see it happening on Google+. I see it happening on Twitter. And it's making me want to vomit. These are people that tout themselves as real masters, and they go out and they act like school kids. Right? Uh Absolutely, yes. And... There's one group that's been targeting one person in particular who was a previous guest on our show. We'll have anyone on our show. Oh, we is this the one the people... that, was, that they kept pounding you over? What's that? Is this the one where they kept pounding you over because of uh, uh, they were on your on your friends list or something like that here recently? Oh, the, uh, the ninja, the ninja guy. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, 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 me. that's him. Not that I know of. <laughs> <laughs> not that I know. Have you seen something about that? What? I, you know. Well, I thought I thought you had someone had been uh um posting stuff on your page and different things because uh of a person that was on your friends list and because oh. of the person that had been on the show. Oh gosh, that that I think that that that, that must have been you've been lied to. Yeah. Um, there was Guy named you've been lied to that was um, was hounding yes. me, yes, yes, and stuff yes, like that. And I finally just said, "Screw it, whatever, you know, whatever, you know, you can post whatever you want on the page, but it's not gonna, 
whatever, you know, whatever. You know, I mean, I'm going to let him handle it. Um, apparently right. he's got a legitimate beef with a legitimate person, and I'm going to let him handle it, you know. And he he tried yeah, to, Yeah, why like, drag um, everyone else into it, you know, and, well, and publicly not just embarrass them, but it's, it's embarrassing you as well. It is. You know, and, because and, there's been some yeah. kind of an association or a conversation has happened, so now you're a bad person. Because exactly. you've talked to him. Yeah, exactly. And and listeners out there, we're going to go overtime because me and Bob and Wayne really want to talk about this. So we're probably going to go about 20 minutes overtime. So we've only got four minutes in the show. However, if you call in now, you'll be a part of the show <laughs> after we get off the air. <laughs> and if you don't want to call in, you can listen to the rest of the show uh, to the archive version after we air. So wait until about like 8.30 Pacific time uh, before trying to get to the archive version. But we're going to go on about this because we want this recorded for everyone to hear, okay? Um, but, you know, with the you've been lied to person, um, I think their whole thing was to make me feel guilty about not um, getting the word out about this other person. Yeah, because you wouldn't jump on the bandwagon with them. Yeah, I wouldn't That's jump right. on the bandwagon. Um, because, you know, really, it's not my battle, you know. Right. Uh, now, it would be one thing, though, um, let's just say, if that person, oh, I don't know, let's say um, was beating on people, let's just say physically beating on people, you know, um, and stuff like that. Um, you know, it, maybe they are a bully, maybe they aren't. Who knows? I was being told one thing, but I don't know the story. So if someone mm-hmm. tells me, oh, so-and-so is bullying so-and-so, it becomes a he said, she said. And I've been in those situations where I rip someone a new asshole and it's not the story. And I end up looking right. stupid. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I try to avoid that. Um, so that's why I said, you know what, you've been lied to, <laughs> you know, deal with it. Right. You know, I received the right. Whether to the not story have... would be true or whether the story yeah. would be true or not, you know, um, if they just want to j- hurt this person because mm-hmm. they didn't agree with their views, you know, they're going to go and they're going to bash this person's style. Uh, they're going to, uh, you know, bash this person's credibility uh, or yeah. the person that they trained with credibility because they right. didn't agree with something that they they wanted to say or do or whatever. Exactly. You know, it, it, it's just it's disgusting. It is, and it's and it's and like it, you know. What we don't realize is it makes us all look bad. All of us martial it artists, it, you know. It's like oh, these guys are like a bunch of little you know schoolyard girls passing their little notes and and and, and their exactly. little stories back and forth. You know, piss on that. Exactly. You know, grow up. Exactly. That's and right. That, I wouldn't have put it better, Sensei Wayne, and that's exactly it. It makes us all look like egotistical, you know, crybabies. Yep. Um, and stuff like that, and and it's it's and it's sad. Now it'd be one thing though. Now let's just say the person that Human Light was talking about. Let's just say that the person that they were talking about had responded with bully-like behavior. Let's just say, mm-hmm. and it started calling the other person names and this and that and the other and blah blah blah. And you know, if that is public, then you bet I'm gonna start ripping assholes. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> You know, that's when I'm going to start going, hey, you know, that's that's enough. If not for the person that's if not for the person that's being bullied, but for all the martial artists that yeah. and, and for it's my page, everyone, 
Exactly, because you know what? It's kind of like, you know, with um, with and here's the here's the weird thing with cyberbullying, you you don't have the outward marks that you're being bullied, right? You know, right. like if you you know, I go home with a fat lip. Well, it's obvious that I got bullied, right? Well, with mm-hmm. cyberbullying, you don't have those marks. Those marks are all on the inside, right? And um, yeah. you know the um, but when it comes out there on Facebook. It's it's there for all the world to see, and there, there's and you know, and there's no doubt that okay, someone's being bullied. Okay, I'll do some I'll do something in that, but other than that, it becomes a he said she said, right? Now there's going to be people that will want to call in and go, wow, Rusty, that's a load of bullshit. You know, why can't you just take my word for it? You know, that kind of thing. I can't, you know, how do you take a word of someone that you don't really know or haven't seen? I have never met right. this person. That was hounding me and, and like, literally, like, trying to, you know, bully me into jumping on the bandwagon. I don't know this person. I don't know this person from someone that's just making up crap and Mm -hmm. just wants to get back at someone because, oh, they broke up or something, you know, because that happens. Right. I don't know the whole story, so that's why I stayed out of it. Um, And I never got the whole story. They kept saying, well, we've got, you know, and then, oh, and then he said, well, we've got people. If we find out that you're like in cahoots with this person, we're going to make your life a living hell. I know how to get a hold of you. I know where to find you and all this other kind of crap. And I'm like, oh, you want to go there? You want to play hardball? You think I can't play either? You think you're the only person that can play? Oh, you better back up, son. You know, that's kind of where I was at. And I'm like, okay, that's it. Get him. I know. And I'm like, that's that's it. I'm just going to wipe my hands of it. You know, if he continues to post, he continues to post. I don't have to I don't have to pay attention to it. And it looks like nobody else is either. And I hope to God that this person finds a way to get things straightened out or get things the way that he wants it or she wants it. I don't know, you know, to to get what he deserves i guess from this other person that he has a problem with i hope he gets that worked out i do but uh, don't bully me don't bully me because don't go there you know um but you know 35 40 years ago i would have let it happen and i would have cried and i would have cowered and stuff like that but a little different with the karate you know what i mean yeah. um, but you know within the martial arts world it's safe, uh, you know. Is it safe to say that we're sickened by the behavior of martial artists online? I mean, bullying. Oh others. yeah, it's it's horrible. Yeah, and you know, and, and Bob it, knows it gets worse and worse and worse every single day. I mean, mm-hmm. I, you know, I I try to stay on social media as much as I can, and it's every day. I mean, every single day, it just it just keeps compounding and compounding and compounding. You know, it's just it's ridiculous. It's it is ridiculous. It's it and and what's more ridiculous is the uh, is the aftermath, right? Mm-hmm. Um, like in a, a specific situation in mind. Okay, we've got you know we've got people that were bullying a certain person, and this person was a guest, a previous guest on our show. Uh, right. Now here's the thing, though, is that this person that was getting the flack had reached out to me and said, "What do I do?" And I said, what's going on, man? 
What do I do? This is what's going on. This is what's going on. So I, you know, I did a little research and I went, wow, I don't know what to think. I was in limbo, right? You know, mm-hmm. one side says this and this person deserves to be called out for bullshit martial arts and this and that and the other. And then then I have the person telling me, you know, another story and I don't know anybody really except for on Facebook. So I'm in the middle and I'm like, oh, I don't know what the hell to believe. What do I do, right? Both sides sound legitimate. You see what I'm saying? Both sides mm-hmm. have a good yeah. have a good right. reason to say what they're saying. They do. Um, but I was like, oh my gosh! But I was seeing more of the proof of the bullying from the group to this one person. I hadn't seen um, much of the the back bullying I guess and the only time I saw the back bullying is when it got to the point where he snapped like you were talking Bob where you just snapped and you just started yeah. punching that kid and didn't just saw red didn't know right from left that's what this person did he snapped and just got online and said I will kick all your asses and um boom and then like 2 days later he's gone mm-hmm. he hung himself He's gone, right? Um, right. And you know, you know, and then of course I learned about you know, uh, uh, I learned a reason why. I don't know if it's the real reason. I don't even know what's real anymore, considering that you know people, the group was like saying this and this and this and this, and they seem legitimate. I mean, legitimate masters there, right? And then here's mm-hmm. this guy that I actually physically talked to on the phone and had on the show, and uh, sounds legitimate. Right, for his mm-hmm. world, you see what I'm saying. Both sides have a legitimate beef within their world. I get right. it, but it was constant on Facebook. It was constant. There was even a Facebook page dedicated to it. Oh right? man! And I'm like, oh my freaking god! Are you serious? A Facebook page dedicated to it. Now, like I said, I'm all for calling out bullshit, but wow, you know, it's one thing to share videos of people doing stupid stuff on uh, on, on right. YouTube, you know, like, yeah. oh, here's this guy that, that has no karate training, and he's going to break a brick, and he says he's like a 15th Don. Blam! Okay, post it. That's bullshit martial arts, right? Right. But if you're going to, oh, my God, the public shaming, and... Apparently, taking out, uh, making a separate Facebook page that pretended to be the victim, basically, and yeah. spreading all sorts of, you know, what I, that, did you, I, I think you might know who I'm talking about. Do you, Sensei Wayne? I know exactly who you're talking about. Yeah, exactly. And 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 the, and everyone's going, is this really you? Is this really you? No, it's not me. And then and then he's trying to convince people that it's not the other page isn't him. I don't even know which page is the real him or whatever, right? And I'm right, like, right. oh, my God, really? And that's when he called me. And he said, what do I do? My God, Rusty, this is this is, this is is pathetic. I'm like, dude, I don't know because we can't prove that anyone had done it. We can't. Right. You know, for all we know, if they have all your information and you go to Facebook, Facebook is going to say, this is your information. 
This came from mm-hmm. your email address. This came all, you know, all of the security junk. You know, they're not going to be able to to shut down the page or not because they've got all the info, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, I was like, oh, my gosh. But after I learned that he had left this realm, I went checking around. And sure enough, someone comes up and says, well, that's it. Took the page down. So someone actually did do the page. That's it. Mm -hmm. I'm taking the page down for closure. Right? So in a way, they had no idea that he was he was going to do this and mm-hmm. um and now it's like in their face now oh my god yeah, yeah. somebody yeah. killed themselves right and you know and then of course there were a, a couple of dudes that were like well i'm glad he did i'm glad he did because oh, of, of his criminal record and i'm glad he did one less asshole on the planet i'm you know i'm, I'm not going to lose sleep over in fact i'm going to go have a beer you know that kind of attitude and i yeah. was like oh my god you guys are sick I've, I've got I've got one for you, and this has actually happened to me, um, and, and it's been going on for several months now. Uh, there, there's a guy that's in a city close to me. He's in Ohio. He's probably half an hour from me. Uh, mm-hmm. The guy just wants to advance. You know, he mm-hmm. just wants to advance. He's been training for so long, and and he was uh, uh, promoted to second degree. Well, they were training at a YMCA. Well, the guy mm-hmm. left the YMCA and started his own school. Well, I guess several mm-hmm. of the, the, the students from the Y left and went with him. Mm-hmm. Well, that just set off this this, this big uh, snowball effect, you know. Um, this guy's taking my students. All right, I'm going to do what I got to do to get back at this guy. Well, mm-hmm. they started making claims that um, the guy was a, a, a pedophile. Mm-hmm. And... Mm-hmm. They even got to where one of the students or one of the parents' child was one of his students, and they got him to say some things that wasn't true. Mm-hmm. They, 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 they got him to say that, um, and this guy's my student now, this, the one that's you know ha- being harassed. Um, okay. They got they got my student, or they got uh, they told him that my student had been. One of the other, I guess a new student or whatever the girl was, but they tried okay. to say that they witnessed this guy hugging and kissing this girl in the mm. office of the school. Okay. Well, the office of the school is wide open. It's just a, a wall in a corner, mm. you know, to, to just to signify an office. And if that was, was to happen, everyone in the building would have seen it. Now, the yeah. guy is married. His wife is. That's his business partner. She runs mm-hmm. the office. She is there every single class. If something was to happen, it would be in front of her. Right. And this woman, I don't see, you know, allowing any of that to happen. Well, mm-hmm. when uh, uh, I was teaching in a rec center, center just before I got the place I've got now, mm-hmm. and the rec center calls me up and says, hey, we need to talk. There's been a letter that, that – we received here. Mm -hmm. Okay, no problem. So I went down and, and the letter, the envelope actually said, you know, the, the community center's name on it. But when you opened it, it had Mr. Riley. Mm. It didn't have to the center or anything like that. So these Mm -hmm. people proceeded to read everything 
and immediately, you know, started to think bad. Mm-hmm. So they oh, they wow. called, you know, they, they called me in, and we sat down and we talked about it. And these people were just slamming my student up and down. And I mm. guess they didn't think that I knew him very well because I wasn't, you know, involved with the school a lot or or, or whatever it was. You know, I, I try to stay as low-key as I can. You know what I mean? I don't mm-hmm. want to be in the middle of none of that crap. I'm teaching my martial arts. I'm doing my thing. Well, it wasn't just one letter. They sent a letter to a friend of mine's school. They were trying to find out where I was teaching so that they could make sure I got this letter about this guy. Oh, my God. So in the letter, it had the the young girl's uh, mom's name in there and phone number. So I called her, and I'm like, mm-hmm. what is going on? I mean, I'm getting letters here that's got, you know, your child's name, your name, your phone number, and all this stuff in here. What is going on? Now I'm being yeah. put into it. What is right. going on? So the woman mm-hmm. breaks down, and she starts telling me this this story. Now, the woman has no physical proof, none. All she has okay. is hearsay. You know, mm-hmm. she's got she's got some, uh, some uh, Facebook poems that was wrote mm-hmm. uh, not just for this girl they were they were my student he, he writes poetry so mm-hmm. they took it that he was writing this girl the poetry so mm-hmm. the girls this young girl sent my student a text message and said mm-hmm. i hope you have a good day today because you know my student he did something he was going through at the time but uh hope you have a good day today he said thanks i really appreciate that it feels good to be loved Mm-hmm. I read the text. That's, that's all it said. And they ran with that, that he was okay. trying to do something with this child. Well, I asked this mother, I said, so so what did you guys do? She said, well, the detective that was helping me, now, first of all, they didn't have any case number, no file number, no arrest records, no nothing. She mm-hmm. said, the detective that is helping me figure this out said that uh, – uh, that why well, she well for, excuse me Rebecca she said my first reaction was to pull my daughter out of the school I said exactly if you feel mm-hmm. that something's not right pull your child out do some investigation right she said that the the detective told her well let's let's let her go back to see what the next level goes to I said lady mm-hmm. do you realize how that makes you sound I said right. you sent your child back into what right. you considered the fire. Yeah. Just so you can prove a right. point? Mm-hmm. I said, that's ridiculous. Well, yeah. then I find out that they had sent letters to other friends of his. And oh, man. we were having a cancer benefit, or going to be having a cancer benefit. These people went and, and they went to the hall where we were going to have the event, got them to cancel it by telling them this whole same bullshit story about this wow. guy trying to molest this girl. Mm-hmm. We, our organization that we were trying to form, we had to disband. I mean, we lost every dime we had oh, trying man. to stop this crap. And wow. what happened the other day? I get an email. I get a stinking email out of the blue from whoever this is, this party that's that's doing it. I because I have no idea who the exact person is. Um mm-hmm. and. This this mother had also sent me a message because of my Lincoln uh, uh, account. Somehow she's got one, and somehow it sent her a 
whatever they it's like a you know maybe like a friend request thing so she sends me this big letter saying saying don't ever contact me again i i've heard that uh that you promoted this guy and that you was doing a demonstration at his school and blah 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 blah. Mm -hmm. i said lady you have no clue i said he has been my student for well over a year now i said you Mm -hmm. guys think i don't know what's going on i know everything that's going on and mm-hmm. I said to destroy this man and destroy his credibility, you know, is one thing. But when you start dragging others into it also to destroy their credibility, mm-hmm. credibility, I said, that's ridiculous. I said, it has to stop. I says, I have contacted my attorney. My attorney advised me that if I see one more letter, one more phone call, one more email, text message, whatever, that the person's name that was on the letter is the person mm-hmm. we're going after. And who was that? The kid's mother. Oh, and wow. I told him, we will come at you with the fullest extent of the law that we can. Mm-hmm. And she said, you do what you feel you have to do. She says, but I stand my ground. Now, this was this was just like three or four days ago. Wow. 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 So when I seen you guys have the, you know, the thing for the, the cyberbullying, I thought, oh, my God, I've got to call in. <laughs> I've yeah. got to tell them about this. But, but you know, they, what they thought that they were going to do, didn't do. It backfired. My yeah. student has a very thriving school now. Mm-hmm. He, he's got uh, probably well over 50, 60 students now. Wow. Because, you know, after all of this has happened, and I, told, I said, you know, without proof, of something going on, physical proof, eyewitnesses, video, whatever. I Mm -hmm. said, without that, I said, there is no case. I said, I'm sorry. You know, this was the 1970s. Yeah, yeah. You know, nowadays they want proof, and there's so many ways to get the proof. Yeah. You know, with cell phones and what have you. But, uh, you know, no one bothered to try to tape anything. I said, that's because there wasn't anything going on. Yeah. I said, these people wow. were pissed because my student left the YMCA, started yep. his own school, and took some of their students. That's what it yeah. all boiled down to. Right. That's right. That's the right. And it's, like, it's, it's It so sucks that even within the martial arts community, a community that, what, other than learning how to defend oneself, is to teach confidence to their kids, yep. good manners and etiquette, Right. And a sense of integrity. I mean, come on. You can't teach karate at the Y and then, you know, and then get all like, oh, my God, you took two of my students. Oh, my God. And we're going to put you out of business because we're better at blah, blah, blah. You know, the the length. I mean, I've, I've taught the YMCA's. You don't make any money there, you know? Yeah, so I, I've been there. You know, right. been there. It was just on their you know, their dislike of this guy, and now he's going to expose them for being the bullshit that they are, you know? Mm-hmm. And it turns out that's all they are. They're just they're just some mixed-up uh, uh, taekwondo and, and, and some karate, and it's all thrown in together, mm-hmm. and that's what they teach. Well, my student was there teaching a legitimate taekwondo style. You know, wow. a, a, a legitimate lineage of, of Taekwondo, and and these people, you know, they got pissed because he took some students. So they did. They just created this whole mess, and and initially was trying to destroy this man, destroy him, bringing up stuff about his service record, 
you know, from the military being dishonorable discharge. That's none of their business. That's yeah. right. You know, if Absolutely. If you have something to do with the case at hand, why dig up all this crap? Yeah. You know, yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. If, if there was something that had happened in his past that would reflect to what the situation was going on, that's one thing. You know, but there was nothing in my student's past, period. Right. Period. It says, hey, red flag, red flag, you know, nothing. Yeah. Wow. Man, see, you know, this whole cyberbullying thing is just like, well, the whole bullying thing in general, you know, in your case, you got it like yeah. emails and, and letters and stuff like that. It's it's so horrendous. I mean, it's like as advanced, it, it's almost like the cyberbullying has followed, um, you know, the, the rise of the Internet. The more advanced the yeah. Internet gets, the more advanced the cyberbullying gets. And, yeah. um, you know, now it's it's not just like, Oh, we're gonna send you know Jimmy a a, a, a harassing text. Now they're gonna like um, Photoshop pictures of people to make them look crappy. Mm-hmm. They're gonna you know they're gonna put stuff like publicly on Facebook. They're gonna uh, even put up videos threatening the person that they want to bully up on YouTube and stuff like that. I mean it's it's stupid, and I don't know how it's gonna stop. You know if it takes just like you know. Yeah, I guess, you know, just us going, hey, this this stuff sucks, and, you know, let's stand up for it. If it takes, like, more awareness, you know, then, you know, maybe we can, like, at least bring it down to adult roar where if someone's got a problem with something, take it up personally. You know, if you've got the yeah. balls to say something stupid and harassing, see if you can do it in their face. Person. Yeah, yeah, get in the, get in their face and do it the old-fashioned way. You that's know, what I, anybody that, that anybody that, that that tries to discredit me or whatever, you know, come and show me the proof. Come and speak to me face to face as a man or a woman. You know, right. don't don't get online and start spreading your crap. You yeah. know, right. come and show exactly. me the proof that you say you have, and talk to me face to face, and let's figure out how to how to solve the situation. Whether it be exactly. you know we're going to get and beat each other's ass or whatever, you know. Yeah. But. You know, don't go behind and, and destroy everything that these people have yeah. just because of, you know, you don't like them or, or, or you don't like what they teach or you don't like what they wear. I mean, I've seen this far as uniforms that people wear, for crying out loud. Oh, I know. You know oh, what yeah. Are you yeah. Fancy uniforms? That has nothing to do with karate. You know what? Yep. People try to tell me, oh, you should wear white uniforms all the time. You know what? I don't care. They're there to train. They're not there for a fashion show. Mm-hmm. You know, That's right. I don't, I don't, I don't care what yep. colors they wear. That yeah. has nothing to do with teaching them the martial arts. Exactly. Like, oh, you can only wear white karate gi if you only do karate. What? Right. You know, uh, you know, and it, it, hey, if a kung fu person wants to wear a, you know, black karate gi and a sash. Let them do it. You know, if they're doing their yep. kung fu, let them do it. it, it hey, I've actually you know, I had them. students wear uniforms mm-hmm. from other styles. If a student mm-hmm. comes to me and they have a certain rank from another style, and if they can show uh-huh. me physical proof, a certificate, whatever, uh-huh. they can show me proof. They can wear their rank. You right know, on. I'm not going to take something away from someone that they've earned. Right. I'm going to build on that. Yeah. You right. know, I'm going to make it better. If I don't feel it's it's good enough, I'm going to make it better. I'm going to strive to make it better. 
I'm not going to yeah. get in there and knock them down and beat the shit out of them just because I'm the sensei. Right, exactly. Exactly. And see, and that's the spirit of the martial arts today. I mean, you know, me personally, I'm a traditionalist at heart. I love wearing mm-hmm. my white karate gi, but on the same yeah, token, I, I like, yeah, I, lo- I love wearing that to, to remind me of my roots. But at the same token, I like going into my own studio and wearing black bottoms and a red gi top, you yep. know? And if anyone wants to come in and say, oh, you know, if you're teaching Kung Fu, you should be you should be wearing like a Jingmo or something, you know, whatever, right? I'll be like, well, wait a minute. We're practicing Kung Fu. And by the way, did you know that geese are just underwear? You know, I mean, why are you making <laughs> such a big deal of that? That's what I tell people. It's, uh-huh. it's, it's underwear. <laughs> it was under, it's underwear for kimono. I will wear whatever kind of drawers I want to wear, Keith. Exactly. That's, <laughs> That's that right. I want to wear red drawers. I'm going to wear red under under exactly. kimono underwear. Um, but anyhow, but yeah, but even I've gotten bullied for that. I've gotten bullied for you know you're not wearing you're not wearing um, you know the right colors for that you know for that art. You're not and wearing you know, this. A lot, of these, a lot of these people that that's doing a lot of this stuff online and saying a lot of this stuff, they've got they've got misinformation. Mm-hmm. As far as a pronunciation of a Japanese word or whatever, anytime I have an issue with that, my sister-in-law is Japanese. I call mm-hmm. her Masami. How do you pronounce this? And she'll tell me, you know, or what's the definition of this? You know, I make sure that if I'm going to say something, I say it correctly and know the definition because I don't want the backlash. Exactly. You know, I don't need it. It's just uncalled for. But these people will take something that they have heard somebody tell them that's true about how, you know, things are in Okinawa, you know? Yeah. Well, I personally know people that live in Okinawa. Mm-hmm. If I, if I, if I need the information, I'll call them and say, Hey, is this a case, dude? You know? And, right. and if it is cool, if not cool, you know, but, but don't set and, 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 you know, start making all these quotes and misquotes that, you know, what you're talking about. It just makes the people look like an ass. Yeah, exactly. And the and the thing is about cyberbullies is that I don't think they realize that they're sounding like asses. I don't think they yeah. realize that what they're doing is considered bullying. It doesn't really matter whether or not you're right. Okay, so let's just say, let's just go back to the previous subject of, you know, the group bullying this one guy. Let's just say they're right. Okay, I'm inclined to believe that they're right. Okay. Um, just from talking to people and stuff, but um, I'm inclined to believe they're right. It doesn't give them the right, though, to physically intimidate that person or threaten to beat his ass or whatever, right? Because now that becomes that becomes like verbal assault. It it it, it can yeah, be grounds exactly. for it's right. aggravated menacing. Aggravated yeah, it, menacing is what they're doing. Yeah, it can be grounds for like if anybody, especially this 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 other person's family, if that mm-hmm. family manages to find this this group and takes all that, takes it to the police and say, "Hey, these guys these guys planned on like completely beating down my brother or whatever." Oh my god. You know, you know there's going to be a knock on the door or a phone call from a policeman. You know, yeah. I mean, yeah. Why didn't they think of that? These are masters in their own right in the art that they practice or arts that they practice. 
right? They, but even, think even with be, the art that they practice, who made them the authority to call out everyone else? Who made right, them that well, authority? Especially right. if it's not even in the art that they're training in. Well, you know what I think is funny, and this is funny, ha-ha, is that back in the day, back in the day, we're talking hundreds of years, I'm pretty sure that their arts would have been considered bullshit martial arts too. You know what I mean? So it's kind of oh, like, yeah. you know, um, until an art, I'm a firm believer in until an art is established and has gone through a few generations of practitioners, knowledgeable practitioners that teach the arts for what they're supposed to be, until then, it's all kind of bullshit martial arts. I thought MMA was bullshit when it first came out, <laughs> you know? <laughs> you oh, know? God, here you go. Now you're going to have you know? every MMA school out there on you. Well, whatever, you know, but the thing is, though, is once it started gaining ground and it started showing that it does work off off of legitimate concepts, and for the most part, that most of its practitioners are showing homage to those traditional aspects, then it's established, and it's not bullshit, but, you know, for the most part, you know, still speaking about MMA, most of the bullies that that like like I was talking about earlier, most of the bullies that have every color tap out shirt and every color, you know, tap out baseball cap have probably only learned MMA through watching UFC and watching exactly. YouTube. Right? They've never stepped right. into a gym right. and rolled with the best coaches, you know, that kind of thing. Until they do that, they're either just, you know, keyboard warriors or they've only trained six months and all of a sudden they think they're ready for the ring. You know yeah. what I mean? And then they go out and start talking bullshit. And then it's like, okay, well, those people you can ignore. But masters in their own right that have been around for a while that will go out and bully people, you know, I'm all for make doing research, okay? I'm all for doing research right. on the people yeah. that you want to call out. Because, you, like you said, you <laughs> want to have something to back it up. I'm all yeah. for that. And these guys did that. I've got nothing wrong with that. What I'm... What I'm concerned about, though, is the whole, like, well, I don't care if he killed himself. Good for him. Yeah. You know, motherfucker needed to be dead if I didn't do it myself. I'm going to go have a beer. Yeah. I'm going to go celebrate that someone took their own life. What the hell, folks? You know? What you know, the and hell? What is, you know, and what is that, what, right. what kind of message is that sending to their students, you know? Exactly. I, I mean, right, know yeah. people. Exactly. The parents that come to me wanting to, to, to put their kids in class, you know, they're coming to me, you know, um, looking at me with, you know, I'm a person of respect, you know. Um, I'm not somebody that's out there, you know, carrying on, making all these sales and doing all that kind of stuff. You know, so they have sought me out for a reason, mm-hmm. you know, and I'm going to teach their child or them to the best of my ability to right. be ladies and gentlemen at all times, number one, mm-hmm. you know. Right. But what are those people's, what kind of message are they sending their students? I'm sure their students see the conversations online, you yeah. know, and that, just, that just tells them, oh, this shit's okay to do. We can mm-hmm. do that since they does it. Mm-hmm. You know? Exactly. Just, right. It, it just yeah. makes us all look bad in the end. I I agree. And Bob, I you know what, what's your take on the whole cyberbully thing? I mean, it's wow. In the martial arts community. Yeah, yeah. 
Well, you know, it's, ha- it's happened to me. You've seen these guys try to spread rumors about you, start calling your friends, uh, say stuff publicly online. It's like, like Wayne said a little while ago, who gave them the right to be uh, yep. uh, rank police or black yeah. belt police? And this is the same motherfucker, excuse my French, that has a more than (laughs) ten-syllable title. Right. (laughs) You know, calls himself professor and doctor and Soki, and and he's a Korean practitioner, and he's calling out other people. He says he was given his rank by the Korean government, and he's a white guy. (laughs) <laughs> that's, never, that's, that's not going to happen bullshit. in a Korean. That's not going to happen in a Korean government, I don't think. No, that's, but no, but if no. somebody's trying to call people out, they had better be legitimate. Right. Yeah. Right. You know, and it's themselves. like you know, they themselves, themselves need to be legitimate. Yeah, exactly. And it's like you know, like I said, I'm all for speaking in that subject, Sifu Bob. I'm all for people setting up their own systems because that's how systems start. You know, Goju Ru wouldn't have been start, around. Absolutely. Exactly. Goju Ru wouldn't be right. around. Shitoru, you know, Shotokan, everything, you know, all those styles wouldn't be around unless a master in their own right made their own system. Which, which, which I think is funny. The style police these days will go, oh, that's not, that's not traditional Shotokan. Well, it wasn't Shotokan when <laughs> Goshi... Shotokan I mean? wasn't Shotokan. Yeah, Shotokan was a person. Yeah, right? You so know, it's that's what they like... That was a nickname. Yeah. <laughs> you do know that right. Shotokan was like a nickname, style. This, right? The style that I train in, Ishinru, is, is made of, of Shonru, Gojiru, and Kodo. Yeah. Well, yeah. if if it wasn't for those styles, then it would not be the style that I train in. That is actually exactly. recognized. Exactly. You know? that's, that's why I think that, you know, everyone everyone deserves, anyone who is a master in their own right, deserves that right to to, to develop their system. And I'm all for it. Exactly. I You know, I've known, I know a lot of people that have developed their own systems, and they're very effective, you know. Yes. Um, and they all work. And, of course, there's going to be people that will call bullshit on them. Oh, that's bullshit because yeah. it doesn't have a quote-unquote traditional name tacked onto it, which were not traditional when they were made up. <laughs> you know, like Shotokan, right? right? Yes. So, so I think it's I think it's really uh, I think it's really uh, funny that these people, the style police, that go around bullying other styles, saying you're not doing that's not Shotokan. You can't call it karate unless it's one of the traditional styles. It's just, if that's the case, then what I've been teaching can be considered classical too, because it's been over thirty years. <laughs> right. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. I, I, and I and I say that with all seriousness. You know, I mean, couldn't yeah. couldn't what my business partner and I've been teaching be considered a, a, a style? Technically, it can, but we just don't prefer to do that. But because we want to prevent the style police from going, that's bullshit. I've been I've 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 had my my system called bullshit by people that made up their own system. <laughs> I know. You know, it's what? It, it's yeah. What? Exactly. Really? <laughs> You're going to call my style bullshit. And you <laughs> wait a minute, back up. Then think about what you just said. <laughs> right. You know, and it's like I and we can, I can laugh about it because it's ridiculous, but you know, bullying me for that. I mean, come on. 
you know, come on, you know, and in fact, that person should, you know, we should just be getting together and having a beer because we both went through the same thing in order to develop the system. Yeah. Not, Get not together, work bullshit. on the things that you're questioning with the person. Say, hey, let's let's work together. Let's all right, you say this works, show me it works. If it doesn't work, work with the person to figure it out, you know? Yeah, but you know what? Yeah. People are gonna say that's touchy feely Mr. Rogers bullshit. Just stand up. I've seen that I've seen that happen. People will say you know, when I was a kid, you just stood up to the bully. Quit whining about it. Quit quit being a baby and quit being, you know, our, our parents, to, this is what I get. Our parents today coddle our kids. We want them to work it out. We want them to. So in other words, they're saying we want to teach our kids to break another kid's teeth mm-hmm. because they called them a name. We want to teach our kids that violence is the answer, right? And now we're wondering why. There are such a thing as, you know, people asking about gun control, you know, Mm. and it's like, really, what's going on? You know, and I don't want to turn this into something political because it can turn out that way. But, you know, it's like it's it's just so it's just stupid. And, you know, for listeners out there that are listening to the archive version, I mean, me and Bob and Wayne, we're bringing up these silly, you know, silly um, examples because. Think about it, bullies. This is what you're doing. You're being yeah. silly. Just as someone that made up their own style is calling my style bullshit. You know, think about it. Right. You know? Yeah. Yeah. You know, calling the you know calling the kettle black. Come on. You That's know what, what I mean? Ready to say, yeah. <laughs> it's like, geez, you know. But you know, since we're running out of time, because I know we're going to get kicked off at the three-hour mark. I want to tell our <laughs> listeners out there a few of the resources that they can go to if you're a kid or an adult. I mean, even the advice for the kids are applicable to us grown-ups, okay? So there's uh, three resources in mind that I want our listeners to know about. Um, there's one called um, detectcyberbullying.org or deletecyberbullying.org www.deletecyberbullying.org, and it's got, like, a ton of information. Um, We've also got stompoutbullying.org. Also a ton of information on on resources on where to go, advice as to what to do, even up to – um, up through um, the levels of bullying, what to do if it's just verbal harassment, what happens, you know, what can you do if it turns into physical, what can you do if it turns into they do carry out the physical, what if what if they take it a step further and start bullying your family, your friends, and, and stuff like that. It, it, a lot of great information there. Uh, but also I want to send a shout-out to my Facebook friend, um, Master Joe DeFilippi, uh, Filippi? DeFilippi, I want to say it correctly. Joe DeFilippi. I think that ship has sailed. <laughs> it has. Joe DeFilippi. There we go. I have to I have to think, you know, it has a D-E in it, like my own name. So I have to, like, say it the way it should be said, right? Um, right. <laughs> but he's got... He's got, he's got an inner uh, an organization called the United Anti-Bullying Association, the UABA. Um and um any information um can be found at u.a.b.assoc at gmail.com and this is um Joe DeFilippi Sr. and John D Green Sr. 
And uh, also look them up on the Internet, the United Anti-Bullying Association. And thank you, um, uh, Mr. DeFilippi, for accepting my friend request and uh, seeing our marquee on tonight's show about bullying and letting me know about your association. Thank you so much. So with that said, Bob, let's go to you with that real said. quick. Ah. With that said, ah. let's go to you and anything you want to talk about for the next 15 minutes, <laughs> 10 minutes, <laughs> however long you No, have. are you kidding? I think I'm done. You're done. We I have to in the ground. Uh, we have a great conversation. <laughs> I'm starving. I think the only one, the only show we've had longer than this is when I interviewed you. Yeah, that that went a full because three hours, I think. That went a full yeah. three hours. It did. Because yeah, she just like, loves know, to hear. She just loves to talk about herself. That's all. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that too. We got on. To, we got off topic so many times. You had to bring me back because I went off topic, and we just started right. talking about junk, right? But anyway, so this was a very important subject, though, and I hope that very. the listener. And the, especially the kids take the time to listen to the whole thing. And parents, please pardon our cussing on this, but this is a very emotional subject for everyone because we've all been there. All exactly. three of us have been there, and all three of us have uh, even recently dealt with cyberbullying and bullying in general. And you know, if we can stand up to it, you can too. So you know, stay strong, kids. That's right. <laughs> stay strong. Thank you so much, Sensei Wayne, for joining us. Hey, my pleasure. I had to. I haven't. I haven't talked to you guys in so long. I, I forgot what your voices sounded like. <laughs> right. <laughs> Thanks for calling in, and thank you so much too, Bob, for being a great co-host as always. And thank you, listeners, for listening until we went off the air. Um, do pass this on, parents. Do pass this on to other parents. Pass this on to other adults that have been bullied or whatever and you know if anything it's probably already advice you've already heard but it's fun to listen to <laughs> yeah pass, pass along the link to that archive exactly so look at look up that show cyberbullying on dynamic dojo talk radio we'll see everyone next week keep an eye out on the dynamic dojo facebook page for the subject of next week's show we'll see everyone next time bye bye now hey, see take ya. care guys bye bye, bye.